Hey there, I'm Kay Bess, and I play Persephone Brimstone in Agents of Mayhem. You're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. You are. That was, that was kind of awkward. Hey guys, this is Kritzia Bajos, and I'm here with Sean on the Horribly Awkward Podcast. He's not that awkward. This is Michael Ray Bauer. I'm a 90s star, but basically I'm a star. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. And it's actually pretty horribly awkward. Hey, this is Hannah Tell, the voice of Max in Life is Strange. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's so awkward. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Sean. I'm here. Yes, I'm here with my wonderful companions, Alyssa White and Amanda Sink. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hello, hello. Hello. Ah, very well. Well, t- on today's episode, we talk about a lot of hefty, nice things about how to tra- change trash bags without actually touching a trash bag. We also learn how to go fishing without a fishing pole. We learn how to buy women's candy bars and eat them like men and do not feel weird or unaccepted for that challenge. <laughs> and dick pics. And dick pics. Dick pics are accepted <laughs> as long as... As long they're as sent they're to Sean. long. As long as they're long. <laughs> and they have Air of the Dragon posters behind them. <laughs> and an M&M poster. But yeah. what if it was a tattoo as an Air of the Dragon right on it? Would that be accepted? I think I might laugh at that. So, yeah, I guess yeah, so. I mean, <laughs> any tattoos on wieners? Like, dick pics accepted. But just a regular wiener? It's like, come on, guys. Keep it to yourself, right? Did you, did you send your mom those? And I'm like, yeah, duh. <laughs> And movies. So many movie topics. Yeah. We talked about movies, cockroaches. We talked um, um some darker stuff towards the end. I'll leave that for you guys to get to. But it is very, very good stuff. Um, drug addiction. We talked about. Yeah, we literally did talk about women's uh, nutritional bars that I've been eating. And now I feel <laughs> feminine for it, guys. Uh, That's a true story that happened. Welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Norma, give us a horribly awkward. that too right in the top corner yeah it's like hey hey guys it's like look down at you guys like hey <laughs> this is gonna be fun okay so um f- fuck it fuck it so 138 um welcome to episode 138 of horribly awkward i am sean i am back again but this week it's not about me it's it's definitely not about me at all because i got guests that are cooler than me so, of course, the um, you may know her voice from, I don't know, Alabama. Um, also, other things like <clears throat> Pornhub. And, uh, you know, and uh, you, yeah, you probably know her. You've, she's been on the podcast many times. Alyssa White. Woo! Okay, no, here we go, here we go. Everybody welcome Alyssa White! <laughs> Hi, Alyssa. Yay! Hi. I've been a, it's been a while. This is a talk to you. How are you doing? 
Oh, I know it's been forever. I mean, doing great. That's great. You guys have you got what do you got? What do you got? Um, next next guest. Alyssa's got some wine with her. I do actually. <laughs> next guest. You may have heard her voice on lots of episodes of the new cool, awesome podcast, Smirk. Actually, Alyssa needs to listen to Smirk. She'd love it. And, I um, do need to. And occasionally on The Hollywood Outsider as well. Everybody, welcome Amanda C. Well, and fun little um, piece of information, too, is that I am now a regular on The Hollywood Outsider. Oh. So... Now you can listen every single week. If you're so fascinated with this voice, you can just come back and listen every time. That's awesome. I remember the last episode um, that you took over when when Aaron wasn't there. Nobody was there. Oh, it was you and all the girls. That was that was fun. Yeah. Because yeah. you're no, like, you start talking about something, and then 10, 10, 20, 30 minutes later, you're like, oh, you guys, we need to get back on track. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> yeah, no, that was such a long episode. Even even edited, it was a very long episode, but the unedited portion of that podcast was insane. Four women should not, like three to four women should not be able to just sit on a podcast and talk for that long. You need one guy <laughs> to mediate it, right? It's like, hey, we just I'm... need somebody to tell us sh- to shut up is really what it comes down to. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that was fun, though. That's what's cool about podcasting. Sure. You can, you know, I know Aaron's very, very tight with his like script on Hollywood Outsider, but every once in a while it's cool to throw in a loose episode like that or they do the drinking episodes every like you know <laughs> every once in a while it's, it's fun to do that my episodes are like always like his drinking episodes like <laughs> there's a plan is there a plan like what's going on yeah you guys this is, this is fun man it's been a little while um yeah since the last time we talked last time we talked i actually Watch something out of your recommendation. I just forgot to ever post or anything about it. I watched All the Queen's uh, Horses. Oh, nice. What'd you think? The, you know, it was pretty good. Like, I, I don't really watch too many documentaries, but this one was good because the whole time you're like, this fucking bitch. Like, she could have easily gotten away with millions and no one would have ever yeah. known, but she had to, she's like so greedy and kept doing it and doing it. And how I think it was like 153 million or it was just 53 yeah. or something. You're yeah. like, wow, if you would have just got like five million and been out, you'd be set for life, lady. No one would have noticed. Nobody. Well, and she kept track of everything herself. Like in her house, she had it all documented. Like, here's all the stuff that I stole from this from the city that I'm a comptroller for. Like, I mean, I get that you're used to documenting everything in some respect, but you're also really good at falsifying those documents. So like <laughs> maybe just do that at home too. I don't know. Yeah, totally. uh, you forgot to mention you watched that to me, Sean, because I was like, "I'll wait and watch it with Sean." Uh, that plane went out the window. No, last time you were here, we we put it in the queue, and then you left. And one night I was up, and I was like, "You know, I want to do some workouts and watch something." So I like I was I was doing some weightlifting. Then I'm like sitting there watching, like this lady, like really, like oh, uh, like easy. Jeez, you're easy. supposed to tell me this stuff. You're supposed <laughs> to tell me what you watch. Jeez. Uh, you know, I just because it was a late night thing, and I never really posted it. Um, Maybe I did on Letterbox. I don't know, but either either way, it was like it was it was pretty interesting because you know this lady would, yeah, she was just you know she had these prized horses and everyone's like you know where does the money all come from you know she bought this like two million dollar RV thing I don't know what you call that <laughs> I mean that that thing was huge yeah no it was crazy it, what she was able to get away with for so long for so many years the city was like basically falling apart because they weren't they didn't have enough money to fix like giant holes in the side of the road and i don't mean like potholes i mean like 
the street is falling into a hole on, on the side. And they're just like, well, we can't afford it right now. And she's like, oh, yeah, what a shame. <laughs> that sucks. Gee, have you seen my new horses? I got some new horses. Yeah. <laughs> my horses could jump that hole pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, that was just cool. Crazy. That was that was a very good recommendation. I know you saw that at a film festival and you, and you, and you were uh, recommending it, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, I actually I have another documentary recommendation if you want one. Um, I'll just is <laughs> make it, it a thing every time is I come it, on. Won't you be my neighbor? Uh, no, but that was really good. Oh, I'm going to watch that. I heard it's great. I'm going to watch it too. I'll wait for you then. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> now, if he doesn't, we're going to yell at him. Okay, I'm holding you to it, Amanda. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. yell at him. We're going to stay together. <laughs> yeah, I see how it is. So the documentary that um, it's on Hulu and it's called Minding the Gap. Oh, it's I've actually... seen that, but I haven't watched it. Have you? It. I haven't okay. watched it, but I've seen it on my like recommended thing. Yeah, it's it's really, really well done. And it's won like 28 awards or something this year already. Um, but it's the director is actually from Rockford and it was filmed in Rockford, Illinois, which is where I'm from. Oh. So it's really, really cool to, to watch your hometown be, you know, showcased so exquisitely and they did a really great job of talking about the different stories and how trauma affects people long term but it's just a really good documentary it's not too long it's pretty easy going it's about these skateboarders and their lives and how they're connected together kind of like a family basically through skating but it touches so much on their life stories and it's oh my god it's so good i cannot recommend it enough i just pulled it up on youtube and the first thing i saw was the the kid with the skateboard i'm like i'm in because i grew up that's what i did growing up like the very last years of high school that's all we did is hung out with skate skater friends and we skated at the park and skated everywhere and 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 it it I don't know I still to this day like if I see a skate video on on I cross its path on Facebook I have to click it and watch it. Ah, <laughs> this is true. Okay. This is very true. Yeah, have, <laughs> and like I, uh, I think when he went to see eighth grade, he saw the preview for mid nineties, and yes. like right after the movie got out, he's like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta see this movie called Mid Nineties. It's got skateboarders in it." That movie looks so good. So it was grind like your movie back uh, in the early 2000s. Oh, I don't, I've never seen that. Let me see what that <laughs> what? is. What? Well, early 2000s. I was on a mission. I haven't even I was seen on a that mission. one. I was on a mission, uh, guys. I didn't well, see Well, your mission now can be to watch that because that was a really good movie. And it's, it's all about skateboarding. Grind. Grind on me. That's what it suggests no, me. That's what, no, it's, that's what it's suggesting me. <laughs> YouTube. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on your prior viewings, we're going to recommend Grind on Me. What was the old one? Gleaming the Cube or something? What? I don't know. I think think it's called Gleaming the Cube. Gleaming the Cube. Hold on, guys. I think that's what... Yeah, it's called Gleaming the Cube. Yeah, that's uh, Christian Slater. Yeah, skateboarder. Hmm. All right. Old school. 1989, so... (laughs) Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, mid nineties looks great. Have you seen have you seen a trailer for that, Amanda? I haven't. Uh-uh. Oh, the Jonah Hill's uh put putting this one out. It's all yeah, it's he just really all directed about men, it. Yeah, it's just like it's just it reminds me of kids but with skateboards. So it's like it's got that kids vibe to it. Like, you know, young kids doing their thing and, and listening uh-huh. to hip hop. It's got a lot of Wu Tang and beats in the in the trailer and it looks really, really good. And when I get the chills. You know when you see a trailer that just connects with you and you get that those like butterflies, those chills, you're like, Oh my god. Butterflies. 
Yeah. Don't you mean goosebumps? No, I get butterflies. <laughs> you get butterflies? Oh, okay. In my stomach, and then I get. Okay, yeah. I thought you meant on your arms. I was about to be like, dear, I, that's I not the right term. I did. <laughs> no, I messed up. The butterflies are supposed to be reserved for the intimate, romancy things. Yeah, I, I got <laughs> intimate the, with the skateboard. I guess the movies. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, Jonah Hill's. I think he wrote and directed. I'm not sure. I just said that. You said, don't you listen to her? I said, wrote and directed, though. She I did. said, wrote and directed. Okay. Yes, Amanda. Right, I'm not, yeah. I'm not paying attention to you. <laughs> you never do. Jeez. <laughs> this wine, this 50 cent wine, is getting to you already. Don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, should we wine. up it so it's like a dollar? So yeah. then people feel a little bit better about what mine you're doing. Mine was five dollars. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah. But mine are fancy little, here. Mine are little like portions. They're like little kids. This is what I give a kid to take to school. <laughs> That's probably not the best idea, but okay. Yeah, he sent me a picture. He's like, I know how much you love portions and show me all four of them. I'm like, those are so adorable. <laughs> it's 187 milliliters? It's so like, why do they pr- even print this on the little cup? If you can't see it, it's like it's tiny and it's like see through. Like, 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 how are you supposed to read that? See, you can't even see this it. Is, it gets there. It's right for there. Great radio. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> radio. I see it, people. Watch it. Yeah, radio. Yeah, I'm stoked. I mean, your imagination. All the Use good it. movies are going to start coming out in the next month. I, I, I'm really. It sucks that I live in Fresno because a lot of the cool, like, indie, smaller movies, we don't get them right away or not at all. I don't know how really? it is. In, oh, you're yeah. complaining? You're complaining? Oh, yeah. Lissa listen <laughs> doesn't get shit. She didn't even get the big movies. <laughs> no. It sucks. What do you get, then, if you don't get the little and you don't get the big movies? Well, we get, like, the super big movies, but we don't get, like, the in-between, and we don't get the little ones. Like, I was surprised we even got eighth grade for about a week, um, but usually we'll get, like... They're still playing Jurassic World in my theater. Oh. It's how many screens? Six? Okay. It's ten, but they show the same movie on several of them, so it's so, more like six. Yeah. Yeah. Ten screens, and you got to, that's your only option, right? Basically. Like, right now, they're playing, I think, Crazy Rich Asians, Jurassic World, The Meg, Slender Man, for some reason, even though no one's watching okay. that. Yeah. Uh, I think they just got the Happy Time Murders in, but that's all that they're showing. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Did you watch? Oh that my, I did. Yeah. Was it? Did you like it at all? Uh, the trailer I, was I, way better than the movie. Yeah, the way they set it up in the trailer, they executed it a lot better than they actually did in the movie. But I don't know. It felt like it was. It felt like a lot of the humor was a little bit more forced. I'm down with that humor. I guess I should start with that. It's not. It's not mm-hmm. the content of the 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 very dirty, gritty, you know, raunchy humor that's the problem. It's definitely not. It's that they tried to do it in a way and it just did not seem to work. It felt like they they were finding good moments here and there and they were like, okay, now we need to find filler between this part and that part. And I didn't mind the story. I thought the story was fine. Mm -hmm. It's just we're here for the dirty puppet humor and every time they brought the dirty puppet humor – it was like, okay, this joke should have landed a lot better than it did. Yeah, but everything that was like, the, everything that they were pushing for the shock value was stuff you saw in the trailer. So yeah, they could have sure. left a couple of those things out and you could have walked out like, oh my God, this part was so funny. He was shooting like whipped cream all over the walls. And you'd be like, oh, that's hilarious. You know, he's having sex yeah. with a puppet. 
And and that would be funny. But you saw that in the trailer. Everybody, everybody saw that. So, like, when you saw it again, you're like, oh, this extended scene. Like, we've seen this whole scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the after credit part, though, like, the making of, that was really interesting to me. Because I, I guess I've just never looked at how they're making puppet movies. And I figured that's how they did it. But it was kind of cool to watch them go through those motions and see this live human in a green costume outfit standing behind them, actually making the movements themselves. That was, that was kind of cool. Yeah. I really liked that. That was my favorite part of the movie then. Cause then you see like the guy, <laughs> like there's that milking the cow scene where like an octopus is milking a cow. And it's like for like this porn, this little puppet porn shop. Right. So it's just shooting milk out. And there's an octopus. You can grab all the little, little udders. And then you like, but you see like the guy in the back, he's like staying down, like back controlling stuff from down below. And it, it's just, it was interesting to see that stuff. It was more, yeah. inter- more interesting than the movie. <laughs> yeah. And some of it was a little bit more funny too, just because they're in really like, there's a scene where, you know, that you see in the trailer where they're having sex. The two puppets are having sex. Well, those two people are there making their puppets mm-hmm. fuck each other. And you're just like, <laughs> Uh, oh, this is very awkward for you. Like, not only are you not engaging in this, like, moment of intimacy, which is probably weird, you have to look across the the room from you while you move your puppet to that puppet and just make them get it on. I would love to see all the outtakes. Just a whole (laughs) movie of just bloopers, because that has to be so uncomfortable and weird at some parts. For sure. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. That part was cool at the end. And just just how they have people in green suits, like, you know, like, take them out of the picture you're like i didn't even think about that you know i was thinking like Mm -hmm. someone was way up on top of a building like a puppet like pulling the strings but no they've got these like contraptments and they're wearing all green on them so they can take them out of the picture it's just it's just crazy what they can do in film and you don't even notice that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. yeah i'm not even touching this movie with a 100 foot pole the trailer (laughs) itself made me angry it made me angry. Really? Angry. Wow. i hate comedies i freaking hate modern comedies and it just makes me angry like i will rant I will write because I, well, I'm curious. I, yeah, I, I hate go this for it. Humor. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Um, I like older comedies. Like my favorite recent comedy. It's not recent. It's Napoleon Dynamite. Just because it's so weird. And the first time I didn't like it, but I kept watching it over and over and over again, and it became funnier. But I'm more like I like a wholesome humor, or I like humor that involves like people dying or something. I don't like any other kind of humor. Yeah. This is true. This is true. Alyssa hates fun. <laughs> becoming, I guess more mature. I just like a maturity switch flipped or something. I'm like, I don't want to see this. This isn't funny. Like, hmm. okay. I'm just Damn. like, I want wholesome stuff or I want people dying and it being funny. <laughs> What's that? Um, you like game night though. That's a modern comedy. There were a couple jokes I didn't like in that. But you I like, like the, everything about every movie. I like the murder part. That's what I liked about it. The murder part. Step We're going to need to get you a therapist real quick. Yeah. Uh, already hold on. Let's get this on. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's call your therapist in. Hold on. Hey, he's welcome to the me. show. Alyssa's therapist. Hello, fun. <laughs> You're going to laugh more. I tell you. <laughs> Alyssa's therapist is Eeyore. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's fun. It's fine if you don't laugh. I don't have either. Uh, I guess I'm like, but like going to see Step Brothers in the theater, I've never heard a, a riot of laughter like that. Step Brothers was like, that movie. people were laughing so hard you missed parts of the movie. It was just, it was just fun to be in that theater. 
So, you, Alyssa, you said you don't like that movie either, but you did like no. Night. But the the humor is definitely different. So it's not that the it's not necessarily that you might hate comedies or laughing. It's just that you just can't engage with the very ridiculous and over the top humor, kind of. I don't like raunchy Purell humor. Okay. I never have, but as I've gotten older, it's gotten worse to no, the point no, where I'm no like, orgasmo. No, um, I didn't like Orgasmo that much. Um, nothing from the South Park creators at all. No, I, South did, Park. I like South Park. I like South Park. But South Park is that exactly? It's just animated. The weird thing is, animated I can handle. Mm. Like, I love Bob's Burgers. That's more wholesome, though. I mean, there is some dirty stuff, but I mean, Bob's Burgers on the whole, more it's more my style. Rick and Morty definitely goes places. Mm. I like Rick and Morty. Um, uh, King of the Hill, I love that one. Like animated, I can handle better, but I just don't like the majority of film comedy films. I'm trying to find a loophole here for her. Like I said, like one of my favorites is Napoleon Dynamite, just because it's so weird and so it's unique in the way that it doesn't really have a plot besides Pedro. Right can I have your tater tots? I love it. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Did you see The Big Sick? I did. I didn't really consider that a comedy, though. Nah. I consider that more of a romance drama movie. It definitely so is. Elements. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know if that humor kind of landed with you that they did have in the movie. Um, Some of it did, some of it didn't. Okay. Well, that's every movie, though. I never go into a comedy and go, everything works. Nobody ever goes into a comedy and go, goes, everything I want works. You just wait for those ones that do work. Like, well, I, like, I, if I, I see, I, like, a... Pure comedy, I never laugh. Never, ever. If it's purely a comedy, it's got to have other elements sprinkled in to even get a laugh out of me. <laughs> but, like, I can watch older stuff like um, Young Frankenstein, uh, Spaceballs, Mel Brooks comedies. But and Spaceballs is a over-the-top all-comedy. That's yeah, only comedy. Well, like I'm saying, it's an older comedy, though, and I like older comedies, like... Oh. From decades ago. So they have to be Like, that's what I old. like. <laughs> so, so Step Brothers you'll like in, like, 20 years. <laughs> no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll probably hate it even more when I'm older. Uh, Will Ferrell is very hit and miss. But, like, when, when he hits, I really enjoy him. But sometimes you're just like, oh, this is too much for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never been able to, like, get into Elf. I've never really. really? That's the only movie of his I like is Elf. But I never I really like, like watching it, but I like talking about it. Like, you know, him, like, putting, you know, syrup all over spaghetti and shit. It's totally yeah. funny. But when I watched it, I didn't care about it. It's, there's there's a couple of those movies, too, where you watch it and you're not really into it. But when you start talking about it, you're like, oh, wait, that was actually funny. Yeah, that's also your life, though. Like, you do the, that weird shit. <laughs> so you can relate <laughs> oh, to it. Oh, shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Now I get what you're saying. Okay. I do not. I've, very never, put, I've never done that with syrup. You probably will now once we finish this podcast. Mm-hmm. That may be true. He will. That may be true, Miss Sink. <laughs> yeah, so um, let's see. What, what is coming out here soon? Are you guys looking forward to any, any movies coming out here? In uh, I want to see The Little Stranger. I haven't read the book, but mm-hmm. I really want to see it because it stars Donald Gleason. Yeah, I kind of like that dude now. But I don't know. He's like one of my favorite actors. Like, he's so great in everything he's ever been in. Like, a lot of the movies he's been in, I've given five stars, which is really rare for me to give a movie five stars. Um, Ex Machina, yeah. Uh, About time, he was so great in that one. 
Um, Ex Machina? Yeah. He was Caleb. Well, when I watched Ex Machina, I didn't know who that dude was. I just go, who's this Yeah, that's him. Okay. Obviously, he's great in Star Wars movies, even though he doesn't have a huge role. Uh, I liked him in Goodbye, Christopher Robin. Thought he was good in that. Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. I actually laughed at Peter Rabbit. Sean can't attest to this. We saw it together. Because it has animated, Uh, so that doesn't count. We're trying to find you a loophole. Parts of it. Parts of it. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I've liked him in everything I've seen him in, which there's a movie on Hulu called Crash Pad, and it's got him in it. I don't know if I'll like this one, but I'm going to watch it because he's in it. Sounds like you got the hats for him. I don't. Like, I don't develop crushes on people. I just like them for their acting talents. I am not at all like that, but I am very happy that there is somebody who is not like me in the world. (laughs) I'm just weird. Like, I'm a a very small percentage of people when it comes to this kind of stuff. I've learned this. It's much better for you to be on your end, though. You don't, like, sometimes I'll, I'll start it's to... It's frustrating, though. It is frustrating because, like, I, I won't get what most people get. Like, I'll be like, that, is, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't feel that way. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, so but they, they might feel sometimes. the same way towards you. Like, oh, I don't get well, horror movies that. and dark dramas. Know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, it's, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Why do you want to watch someone die? Like, that's a person. You want to watch them get their legs sawed off and put in this torture chamber? Like, and you're like, yeah. And they're like, that's gross. That's sick, you know? Everyone yeah, has their thing. Everyone yeah, everyone's <laughs> shocked. Like, when I, when, if I mention I like horror movies and people see my face, they're like, what? Because they're, they're like, you look so innocent. I'm like, <laughs> I like movies, like horror movies. Like, I love Nightmare on Elm Street, like the classic one. For sure, like, yeah. Some of them are, some of them are bad. Like, two was bad. Some of them are really great, um, but I like the first Saw movie. I actually enjoyed all the Saw movies, but the first one's the best. For, um, definitely. Uh, you know, uh, trying to think. Friday the 13th and Halloween and Evil Dead. Like, all those I love. Love, love, love. Evil Dead was a comedy. I love it. No, no, not the first one. First but one there's was- Dying. The yeah, first one dying. has yeah, some as long moments. as someone dies. So it can be like stupid, yeah. stupid, stupid, stupid. As long as someone gets their fucking head cut off, Alyssa's like, yes. <laughs> well, that yes! was my favorite part of the movie, but if the rest of it's stupid, I'm like, nah. Well, see, I get it because I, I can't get into animated or cartoons and stuff. I, for some reason. Yeah, because, like, I keep telling him, watch Boss Burgers. Watch Rick and Morty. He's like, no. I just can't connect mm, with yeah. the And he won't watch Doctor Who either. I'm like, geez, so great. I love Doctor Who. Well, I'm not watching Doctor Who because there's a lot of seasons out. If that was a show that started yeah. this year, I'd I'd start with it. But I don't blame you because I'm a crazy person that decided to watch 10 seasons in like a two-month span. Plus all the Christmas specials, but it's so great. Oh, my great. gosh. The good thing is my mom's fiance has watched every season since it came out in like the 60s. So, like, we get to geek out over it together, and he'll send me, like, random things on Messenger, like Doctor Who um, oh, the memes show is and that, stuff. the show's that old? It got canceled, like, after uh, oh. several seasons when it first came out, but then they brought it back in 2005. I see. I and see. it became popular again. I never heard of it till like, 2000 and, like, 14. I was like, how come I keep hearing Dr. Pooh? Dr. Pooh. Dr. Who keeps popping up. And then, so I just figured it was, like, a 10-year-old show or something. And now you have a girlfriend who's an addict of the show. And obviously a cocaine addict, because, yeah. <laughs> it's just wine. It's just wine. So, Amanda, you're the cooler one of the podcast. Hey! <clears throat> Ouch, shots fired. You are going to get it, okay? So, like, you, 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 Amanda and, and Alyssa, you guys are 
very much similar in a way where you guys like watch a lot of movies and you keep up with the actors, directors, and all that shit. Me, I just go watch movies and I usually don't know who the fuck's in it until I see them in enough movies that I look it up. And I never know who directs movies unless it's like Rob Zombie, then I'll pretty much know. Or Michael Bay. Um, not saying that's a good thing, but I will know when a Michael Bay <laughs> Michael Bay does it. So I mean, but you you two are like really into it. What what? Starting with Amanda, what got you like into wanting to know the in depth about movies? Uh, well, that's how I was raised. Uh, that was kind of like my family thing. The dynamic was that was seen as a bonding experience, but mm-hmm. it was also I don't know, sort of just natural, where it was just the intrigue of this other world and this escapism and as I got older it was kind of like this is something that I could really see myself getting invested into and something that my whole family is into so the conversations that come from movies I love that I love that you can dissect it from different perspectives constantly and you can find something in each film to have that discussion about so sometimes you're able to look at like the the philosophy of it and and maybe like a higher order being sort of thing or maybe you want to talk about the psychology of a movie like where those characters are coming from and how they got to the point where they were there's a lot of movies where we don't get the backstories of those characters and it drives the movie for it to be that way and not have their per se origin story. That's, and that's you're able true. To think yeah. About that. I got. Uh, yeah. Um, it's nice. Vince, Vince Vaughn in that one movie. What was that one movie? Where he was like a psychopath and just stomp people's heads in. Cell Block oh, 99. Brawl and Cell Block 99. Yeah. Yes. Never really like a movie like that. Never really explains his background. But you're like, why is this guy so fucked up? So it can it can have more conversation about what the actual director or writer doesn't even give you. That's kind of neat. And it's it's better, too, because that is the driving factor in those movies where you don't want to know where it comes from. That that would make it too easy. And yeah. when, when writers and directors are able to basically command their audience to think about those things, I like that engagement. I, I'm not saying that I don't like watching a movie where everything is simply laid out for me because I absolutely do. I'll watch pretty much everything but Westerns. And oh, really? You, what about what about what about Westworld? I do like Westworld, but I that's like more modernized. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes it's sense. It's not it's not traditional yeah. Western. Traditional Western is kind of where I fall out and I'm like, this is real dry. I don't need to see the tumbleweeds. I'm already bored. What about Godless? Uh, I I was really really into that, and I started watching like I I think I got like two or three episodes in, and I just got so overwhelmed by all of the other shows I ended up watching. I never finished oh, it. That's, that's happened a, to me too before. Yeah, that happens. But, that's a great. Yeah, episode. your thing with westerns is my thing with comedies. Like I'll watch a western, I won't watch a comedy <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> yeah, so I can get I get it, and and there's different. Just like with comedies, westerns have different types. They they have yeah. like subgenres, and so the more the more modern with the deeper dramatic elements, because then it's not as boring to me. Whereas traditional Westerns, it's just kind of like, okay, we have a problem. And in about 1400 years, we're going to solve this problem is like how it feels because it's so drawn out where modern Westerns are kind of like, okay, we have these sub stories within our main story and we're going to dissect those and go through it. So I'm able to engage in it a little bit more. Yeah, that, that that's that's very cool about movies. You know, you, when you think about that, they're more than just things you look at and listen to. Like, there's yeah. there's so much to it. Like, you know, you like dissect the movie, like Mother. Did you like Mother? I didn't see it. 
Okay. Oh, I loved. I that loved was my it. favorite movie of last year. And like, if you if you watch it and somebody else watches it, you can dissect that thing forever. And it's just so interesting and crazy. And as you're watching that and watching it like kind of unravel, you never you can never anticipate what's coming because it's so random. So it's just like you never know what's coming. I love movies like that. Um, uh, sorry to bother you was kind of like that too. Have you seen that one? I haven't. Ugh, you guys are seeing all these movies. We didn't even have Sorry to Bother You come near me. Neither did we had eighth grade for a week, but it wasn't at my local theater. I would have had to drive to the further one to go see it. Yeah, I had to do that for eighth grade. But eighth grade was really good. Like that girl, what's her name? Elsie. It was. Elsie something. Elsie you know? Fisher. Elsie Fisher. Elsie Fisher. She's such mm-hmm. a good, she's such a good actress at, young, at a young age that she looks like she's not acting. Like, oh, this is just yeah. a kid, yeah. you know, with hidden cameras. Like, she's really good. You're like, wow. And, like, her only other acting credit was she's the girl in the first Despicable Me that goes, it's so fluffy, I'm gonna die. That was her. <laughs> wow, she's really got a lot underneath her belt. Yeah, it looks really good, and I've heard nothing but tremendous reviews on it. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna review this, I'm gonna watch it, review it for The Hollywood Outsider, because um, I do a lot of those. But then I... Uh, the date the release date the wide release date it didn't come near me and i was like okay i guess i guess i'm not gonna review it and then the next week it finally came out near me and i was sick i ended up getting like the stomach flu and i was like i don't know maybe i should still go to the theater but then i was like probably not i shouldn't infect everyone but (laughs) it's a really good movie it's just Uh, i'm in love with indie films right now because it's not you could tell the directors and writers and actors it's not about what will make us money? It's about what will be interesting. You know, that's really cool. Like yeah. a movie like Without a Trace. Is it With with No Trace? Leave, tra- leave No Trace. Leave No Trace. Mm-hmm. These these smaller movies are like, what's going to be interesting? We're not worried about making money. We're not trying to be The Meg. We're not trying to be Jurassic Park. We're not trying to be Star Wars and just make money. They're like, well, let's be interesting. Make less money. You know, and just it's just I love the feel of those kind of movies. Eighth grade is perfect for that. I also really like that Bo Burnham directed and wrote it especially considering he's a 20 i think he's the same age as me 26 year old male writing in the viewpoint of an eighth grade female no oh i meant (laughs) whatever shut up anyway (laughs) anyway and like he's one of my favorite comedians like he i will laugh at his stand-up specials like i tried to get sean to watch it he's like no i'm like okay (laughs) anyway which is a really good job that's a weird thing that's another see like there's these things that we don't want to do like i listen to joe rogan burt kreischer ari shafir i listen to all their podcasts comedians and all they talk about is fucking comedy and stand-up comedy on their podcast but i never watch stand-up comedy i don't know why just i have to watch it with a group of people ever like i have i watched joe rogan special like in 2013 maybe that was the last stand-up i've watched bo burnham his are different like he does all of his as songs and he like dances and sings at the same time. A lot of the times or are you sitting at the piano and singing the lyrics and he like makes some jokes somehow. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's real. I've watched make happy three times already. Wow. Look at you. You like funny things. I know. I feel like we've reached a point here where now we just need to we just need to have him do comedy movies. And then we're going to, we're finally going to cross that barrier. That's it. Does does he do acting? He was in the Big Sick, actually. Oh, big, big he is one of uh, Kumail Nanjiani's friends, like trying to make it big. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. Oh, I barely remember that movie. That was a great movie, though. It, it wasn't. Was too good it was based off, it's based off a true story, like Kumail Nanjiani and his wife. It's their true story. Mm-hmm. What's what's um what's the actress's name? I really like her. Zoe Kazan. Yeah, Zoe Kazan. I've seen like a lot of her movies. One time I had this little like celebrity crush on her. I was like looking at all of her movies and watching it. Like she's cool. There's that horror movie she did that was pretty good, but nobody liked. Uh, the monster. The monster. Yep. It's still on my watch list. I haven't seen it yet. It's good. It's good. It's a got. It's got like a practical effects. So the monster's like you know, it's not CGI and some bullshit like that. <laughs> Speaking of horror movies that people are very controversial and hate about, I finally watched It Follows. It took me a very long time, but I just saw it earlier this year. And that was something. It was okay. (laughs) Did you guys see it? I thought it was okay. It was kind of like a lot of it was drawn out. It was had a cool, like, kind of feel to it. I really like the pool scene. A lot of people don't like that pool scene. But like when they're in the pool and they're throwing in like electronics or whatever they were doing in that, I forgot. I forgot. It's been a while. But I was having fun watching that scene. I saw it in the theater, so I remember kind of. I don't know. I was paying attention to it, so I wasn't. You know, I sound like I didn't like it. But that actress, what's her name? Micah. Micah Monroe. She's always the same. Oh my character. god, Alyssa, you're and so good at this. She's like the same character in every movie, and she never puts any energy to what she does. I just watched Hot Summer Nights. That was really good. She was. I did it. too. I watched that today, actually. Same. She's the same character. Yeah. And then we watched uh, Bokeh together. That movie. I think you actually fell asleep during yeah, some I of was it. But... Say, I, re- I remember <laughs> She's some of it. Same in that role. Yeah, that was that was the movie where everybody in, basically in the world disappeared besides, besides her, her, her and her boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. It's it's on Netflix. It's kind of interesting. So yeah. like, wow. Okay, we're here. What do we do? We have we have access to everything in the world, but like everyone just just gone. They're not like dead or anything. They're just gone. They just disappeared. Yeah. And then and then after a while, she's like getting pissed off at him. Like you can't be fucking around and and writing. You know, like you can't be. Like running around getting hurt because there's no ambulance, there's no hospital, like things you wouldn't think about, right? Like you can't. Yeah. Okay, we have free access to the world, but you can't just go around and fuck around and break a leg. What are you gonna do? Like you can't do anything. It's gonna suck. I would not like that. I would be so sad if that happened in real life to me. It would. Be, I would. It would be great for like a day, right? You're like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Everything's internet still works. This is cool. <laughs> yeah. Until something happens and you don't know how to fix it, and you're like, great. Or for me, what if there's so many spiders and I just have me uh-huh. and, my, and who's going to kill them all? Like, he's he's got a limit, I'm sure. So now I'm just going to have to burn the whole place down. That's too many factors. I've been dealing with spiders in my house being alone. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to kill this by myself. No. No. <laughs> yeah, Liz is afraid of spiders, too. And the other day I sent a picture of because I was cleaning this trash enclosure and there's just all these cockroaches all over the walls. Yeah. And I sent a picture to Amanda because I was just listening to a smirk and she's like, and you were talking about um, something about bugs and you're just like, I forgot, but you know, like, you know, Zach's always like, hey, sure. Hey, bugs. Uh, I just was listening to that. Right. And then I, and then I see all these cockroaches and I send her the picture in the middle of the night. So she wakes up, like just, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't reply. She's like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, yeah, those cockroaches. I heard you <laughs> like bugs. I had no idea. So at first, because it's a brick wall and I would. I opened it like in the middle of my sleep and I was like, is this supposed to be like a, like a Harry Potter wall? Like, 
maybe this is like you know you I can't don't know why I can't think of um into Diagon Alley where yeah. you tap the bricks and I was like maybe that's what this is I have no idea and like because he's in California maybe this is something I don't know about but then I fell back asleep and he saw that I hadn't responded but I had obviously opened it and I forgot about it and he sent me a message and he was like those are cockroaches and I was like why would you send me that because <laughs> cockroaches are everywhere in Fresno uh-uh. like California no. we're, we have cockroaches everywhere every 100% of the parking lots I clean are cockroach infested mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. so all around all the restaurants cockroaches everywhere you know I what? haven't seen one yet there but when I do, I'll freak out. Oh, if we go out at night to a parking lot, any parking lot, pick your parking lot, cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not right. If we have cockroaches here, because I'm in the Chicago area, I'm in Illinois. If we have cockroaches, you're calling it an exterminator. Like, there's a problem. You need yeah. to not stay at your house anymore. This is not safe. Well, I don't have roaches. And every summer, like, two two of them will show up, right? And if if one shows up, like they'll, they'll come inside and the they'll die really fast because of the the climate. So you might find like a dead one every year. You find like two of them, but when I see one that's dead, I'll freak out for months and I'll be turning on yeah. lights quick, like oh, trying to catch them. You know, like are they gonna run? Are they gonna scurry? I fucking hate. I hate cockroaches. They're so creepy, those little fuckers. Mm-hmm. He found them. one recently, and he uh, I can't remember if he called or messaged me, but he's like, I just found a cockroach. I'm paranoid now. I feel like there's. Cockroaches everywhere. Yeah, I hate them. They're because because for every one you see, there's like so many that you don't see, right? They are. Yeah, they're that they're that bug where if you see one, you know there are more. It's not that's not the end of it. There, your time is coming. Yeah, you're you're dun dun dun. Yeah, because they climb dun, up dun, through dun. Your, the sewers like through your sinks <laughs> and shit. It's gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, did you? Oh, that reminded me of the Powerpuff Girls episode where like <laughs> the whole world gets overtaken by cockroaches. I don't know why that just popped in my head. I haven't seen it. I'm glad I haven't seen that episode. I was going to say, I watched that show religiously, but I don't remember that, so thank Yeah, God. like, they had a pet cockroach. Like, the dad was like, oh, we're going to keep this cockroach as a mm-hmm. pen. Like, uh, the uh, Bubbles and Butter... Uh, no, Blossom and Buttercup loved it. Bubbles was like, oh, my God, get it away! And then it ended up, like, <laughs> procreating, and then there was, like, millions and millions of cockroaches. <laughs> Uh-uh. Yeah, those things I, multiply. There's like there's certain parking lots where I go to where where there's a lot of homeless in the area, and when we put the 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 plastic liners, you know, the garbage bags in the in the cans, like so, there's like a cement circle, right? And inside that sits a plastic can. You put the you pull that out, you pull the bag out, throw that in the back of the truck, and you put a liner and put that back in. But those still the bags, right? So all the trash will just fill up in there. So you dump it. You have to like pick up these things and dump like. I mean, every once in a while, liquid will fall on you. It's gross. Um, but sometimes they'll steal the can, too. So all this trash gets in there, and it just gets compacted. Roaches? You, you try to scoop it out, right? And the trash just gets nasty, nasty. Then these roaches will get in there, and they'll just... You'll pull, you'll pull out the can, and there'll be thousands of them. Mm. Thousands. Thousands of them in this yeah. little garbage can, right? Like, a little waist-high garbage can. It's it's pretty fucking gross. Like, it's it's fucked up. <laughs> I'd be running in the opposite direction, screaming. Like Me to pour, too. Pour gasoline on them. It's, it's crazy. They just like they, they flip on their back and they just kind of like. Eh. Good. They just, they just stop. 
There, what is their purpose? I was in Florida and oh, they no. have what they call palmetto bugs. And I'm like, these are roaches. These yeah, are not, yeah, yeah. they're not palmetto bugs. Stop giving them such a light terminology. Like they are cockroaches. Yeah, we have those. Oh, hold on, Burn hold on. them. I think they're the same ones. Um, yeah, they, so, call, they, that's what they give, they give them a name so they don't say roach. So it doesn't seem as bad. Right. Right. And so I'm okay. So I'm down there and I'm with my friends and we're having a bachelorette party and there's this pool, because I'm thinking the worst I have to worry about is an alligator, okay? that's I'm like, mm, just stay away because I don't want an alligator. We have like a, a little river or lake thing or whatever pond behind us. But it's all it's all secured. Like our pool is indoor and it's got the screens and it's got windows and everything. So we're going into the pool and it's like the middle of the night. And I'm not fucking kidding you. This thing was the size of the palm of my hand. It was so big. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? What are we doing here? Why is we need to leave? Like, we need to find another place to stay. And they just kind of look at me, the Florida residents, and they're like, it's just a palmetto bug. And I'm like, that thing is like a quarter the size of my head. Why are we still here? Yeah. Those, Why? <laughs> those I see those all the time. They they fly too. So Oh uh, God. There, no. there's, there's an alleyway in here in Fresno. I do this one alleyway. I pull in and there's it's just it's just two dumpsters and there used to be a gate there, but there were so many homeless going in there, they'd just take shits on the ground, I'd be cleaning it. It was gross. Um so they finally put gates up, but there's these palmetto bugs and you'll just watch them. They'll just run run on the walls. It's an alley of downtown uh-huh. Fresno. And they just you just see them fly in the land. Then they're just like creeping around like a cockroach. And then you just see it fly to another section. And it's like, ah, don't let. I've, I've had them land on me. I've had like, there's a lot of, um, we have a lot of praying mantises. And every once in a while, one of those will hit you. Those this aren't not, bad. Those aren't I'm not going to visit this area ever in my life. <laughs> I haven't seen anything like that on my visits so far. Uh, it's because you don't, you don't go outside of the apartment. Right. Like, if you go outside of the apartment at night and you just with a flashlight and just look around, you'll find you'll find lots of bugs. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that now. <laughs> she's not ever gonna leave the apartment. I know. Ever. See, one it's gonna about, be on fire, and yeah, she's one, gonna be like, <laughs> "I guess this is it. Goodbye." <laughs> one thing about cockroaches is they don't come out at daytime, so you'll never see them in the daytime. And during the winter, they I don't know if they find like cracks like during the winter. That's the best time to work because you'll never see a cockroach. I don't see any cockroaches the entire winter. And then once it starts heating up, they start coming out and multiplying. And it's, fuck, it's crazy. I hate those things. This has been a very long discussion about bugs. <laughs> okay, one, one last thing. My cousin, they, we have June bugs, these flying beetles. Oh, they're oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The worst. Yeah, they come out every June. And my cousin used to like put them on, like he'd stick a fishing hook through it and fly it around on a fishing thing. And he like chased me with it. I'm like, get that fucking thing away from me. He's like, you fucking scared of a bug? I'm like, yeah, I don't want, don't touch me with the bug. <sighs> what is wrong with your cousin? Because he doesn't there, care. He has no limits to like what he'll, he doesn't that care. That is, I just cannot wrap my head around the fact that he like hooks it like a fish. And he was like, yeah, he just grabs it and goes, here we go. Like, yeah, Oh, so I just wanted to talk because we were at a, a family dinner and um, his cousin's kid had a, a snail and he was holding it. And Sean picks his cousin, the cousin's kid up and he's like, okay, we're going to chase Alyssa with a snail. Try to touch her with it. I'm like running around like, no, no, no. <laughs> don't so touch snails, me. snails don't really bug me, but slugs do. I don't understand. You know, it's just what it's basically the same thing without a, without a shell, but slugs are nasty. 
All of it. Just no. There's no need for any of this. What about reptiles? Snakes? Lizards? Mm-mm. Frogs? They nope. don't bother me. What about cats? I, I like cats. cats. I love <laughs> okay. cats. He knows I love cats. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah, you don't want, want none of it. Yeah. Alyssa's uh-huh. drunk. Alyssa's drunk. I think you're way more than I am. Off this little, you know, child's wine? Uh, you told me that's 12.5% alcohol. Mine's 7.5%. Is that all they allow in? I, I don't think I've ever seen 7.5% alcohol wine in California. Is that like an Alabama thing? No. Like, uh, we saw the wine at Walmart when we went shopping. I was like, oh, I like that one. But you're like, no, get the oak leaf. It's got more alcohol in it. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. Get more <laughs> alcohol. Yeah. You're like, I don't know why this little shot of wine didn't get me drunk. I'm like, you're not supposed to shoot wine. <laughs> yeah, I could shoot whiskey fine without making a face. Yeah, Amanda, I can't drink any alcohol, like shots, without doing this thing where I drink it and I'm like, <laughs> it's the funniest thing I try ever. to hold it and then I go. <laughs> okay, my, head, my head's up. Yeah, and then I, I die I, laughing every time. I can't do it. I can't do it. That is something. I make that face when I drink whiskey, for sure. That's why I don't do it. Uh-uh. Oh, I can do whiskey. He's seen me do whiskey and not make a face. Just same way when she watches comedies. No expression. <laughs> mm, that was great. You know, just like she watches the funniest comedy in the world. Hmm. Not funny. <laughs> Her pinky is extended. <laughs> This comedy It usually is, yeah. (laughs) This comedy sucks. (laughs) One million comedies can't make me laugh. (laughs) Yeah, some of the childish humor comedies don't make me laugh. Like, Anchorman doesn't make me laugh at all, but I like Will Ferrell. It's just that sometimes that stuff doesn't make me laugh. Oh, on the point of movies we're looking forward to, uh, A Star is Born... You had also oh, yeah, mentioned yeah. trailers he that mentioned give you goosebumps. And he that, told me that, yeah. Every single time I watch it, I get goosebumps. It yeah. is it just looks so good. And that's Bradley Cooper's directorial debut. Yeah, and I think with it's Lady Gaga. Real- like she looks it's 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 good. Lady Gaga is becoming an actress and it you know, she did the the American horror story, which was, was kind uh-huh. of fitting for her, but this is a way normal role for her. When I watched the trailer the first time, I was like, Alyssa, watch this trailer. I think it looks really good. And I've seen it like three times in the in the theater, and it just looks like, wow, this looks really good, you know? Like yeah. Every time he sees it in the theater, he'll message me going, a Star Wars Born trailer gives me goosebumps every time I see it. I'm like, you've told me this several times now. I get it. <laughs> it does. It looks good. I'm, I'm, I'm into that. It does look shit. good. Yeah. I yeah. am too. I like music. Movies about music. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about Bohemian Raps. Yes! That one gives me goosebumps because I love Queen. For like, sure. They're one of my all-time favorite bands. And I love the story of Freddie Mercury. Like, obviously, it's very tragic. Um, but I'm excited to see how Rami Malek plays him and to see how the story, how they portray the story. Because some people were angry because they're like, oh, they're not sh- showing how he's gay. I don't know if they're going to... I would assume they would show that if that's his story. Cause, yeah, like, I would think uh, They'll probably hint towards it. Maybe not show directly. Well, like, the thing is, though, like, right before he died, they had to drag him into the recording studio because he is so weak. And he still sang his heart out and recorded that last album when he was dying. 
That's, that reminds me of Richard Pryor. He was really weak as he was dying, but they they drag him on stage. It would take him a while to get on stage, but he'd still do it because he loved comedy that much. Like till till the day like he left, like he still got up there and, and did it. Yeah, like they have a passion, music and comedy. You know, they have a passion for this thing, and yeah, it's great. I, you know what? But truth time. I didn't actually know Queen sung any of those songs. I don't know Queen very I well. I know that. He what? told me that. I'm like, what? So if you say Queen, I go, yeah, Queen. I don't. I know who they are, but I don't know what songs they sing. <laughs> I'm like, I've worn a Queen t-shirt around you. But How now I you know. know. I saw the trailer. Now I know. <laughs> I know the songs. He was probably watching it the whole time like, oh, this, this has such a good soundtrack. I didn't expect them to have all of these great songs. And then lo and behold, he's like, oh, they're all Queen songs. <laughs> this makes sense. This makes sense. Makes, this makes sense. It's not about the Queen of England. Oh, man. This makes total sense, you know? I grew up on oldies. My parents listened to oldies. That's all I had. And the moment I was allowed to get my own Walkman, Walkman, oh. Walkman, I was listening to rap because that was the worst shit possible. Like, yeah, get in my head. I can listen to all this stuff that I can't say right now as a white boy. But, you know, I loved it. Yeah, so that's all I listened to. I went from oldies to rap. And then I got, you know, from the... Some guys at high school would talk shit like, you know, white boy listening to rap. So I was like, let me listen to some rock. And I was like, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. I mean, Marilyn Manson's pretty dope. I like him. But, I like some of his songs. Yeah. You know, pump, yeah. Smashing Pumpkins, Nirvana, you know, cool shit. Like yeah. That. Yeah. But Queen, that's like, that's too far back. I didn't, I didn't know anything about that. I mean, I may have, may have heard the stuff, but I didn't know the stuff. I know the stuff because I was raised on classic rock and I still like, my favorite bands are classic rock bands to this day. It's just. It's ingrained in me. That's because your dad's like a musician. He is a drummer, but not professionally. But I mean, my mom, my dad, my uncle, uh, my uncle partly raised me as a kid. Uh, They all listen to the same bands. Yeah, uncles listen listen to Queen. I didn't hang out with uncles. And if I did, they're like, go ahead and hang out in the living room and play with my illegal uh, black box. Remember those black boxes that get every, every cable thing? Remember you get like these hacked boxes you hook up to your cable and it had everything on it hbo yeah. so basically i gotta watch all this shit on there so we hook up vcrs and record movies <laughs> from the tv You're it was fun look at you you little troublemaker from the very beginning uh, my uncle just taped stuff for me like he'd uh tape movies and tv shows for me and be like here's the vhs tape Alyssa, watch it i'm like okay and he scarred me for a little bit with gremlins and dark crystal which I watched Gremlins a few years ago and loved it after being scarred for life. I still haven't watched Dark Crystal again. Oh, my That's God. Creepy. The Labyrinth? That's creepy shit. Those puppets? Yeah. yeah but every time he, uh, he'd trash me Gremlins, I'd be fine until the uh, all the Mogwai started turning into the Gremlins, and then I would just start screaming. I remember that part. Really? And you'd have to eject the tape. Wow. This is intense. I There was just a post in the Hollywood Outsider Facebook group um, for the podcast that we do. And we had somebody who posted what are good, scary movies for nine year olds. And I'm pretty sure that somebody recommended gremlins. So you should probably go in there and tell them that this is going to scar that child for life. I don't know. I was a real scaredy cat as a kid. I didn't watch a horror movie until I was 16. So it might not take other kids as much as it did me. Yeah. And she's like, let me, let me ease myself in with some PG 13 or. Yeah. My first horror movie was the messengers. With uh, Kristen Stewart and uh, is it Dylan McDermott as the dad? Or nothing of Dermot Mulroney? <laughs> Let's get those two mixed up. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's Dylan McDermott. Names, so you're good. Um, you, could, you could fool me. 
But that was my first one, and it creeped me out a little bit, to be honest, because I was a scaredy cat, like I said. But then I started watching more and more and more, and now I'm like, okay, I can handle everything besides demonic possession movies now. Those now you're like, out. dead people, yeah! yeah. <laughs> die, 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 die! Yeah. I want to laugh, die! <laughs> Your mom's like, uh, I, need, I need to hire My you. My mom hates movie. horror movies. She All would never Alyssa watch All Alyssa does is write down, die, 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 <laughs> die. Look, I'm opening up her diary right here. Her diary. <laughs> Die, die. I think my child, there's something wrong with her. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's fun. <laughs> Movies are fun. Movies are fun. There's another one called Life Itself. Yes, um, I want to see that so bad. Oh, because it's so from freaking... Dan Fogelman, the oh. guy that created uh, This Is Us. Yep. And oh, it has Olivia Wilde and Oscar Isaac in it. Mm-hmm. And it's the the opening well at least in the trailer that i've seen i think they only have one but there's this really sweet romantic line that oscar isaac says and i'm like god i've never been more in love with him in my life until this very moment <laughs> because it was so oh my gosh my heart i cannot wait for it i actually haven't seen the trailer Cook too yeah she's in that as well yeah i'm watching it right i mean i'm not watching i'm looking at the screenshots yeah i like her She's good. Uh, Thoroughbreds is fucking amazing. It I mean, was I good. thought it was, yeah. For sure, yeah. Yeah. It's also kind of sad, though, because yeah. Anton Yelchin, that was his last film. Yeah. yeah, that sucks. And they make a big deal out of it, like, this is his last film! I think yeah. I heard that, like, six times, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched six of his last movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're like, a Star Trek Beyond, his last film! Uh, Thoroughbreds, his last film! That was yeah. the other one he did. Uh, Green Room. Green Room. Yeah. yeah. Which Room, also, I'm the, by, by the way, movies I'm excited about. Uh, the director of Green Room, Jeremy Saulnier, yeah. his, next, his next film, Hold the Dark, comes out on Netflix the day before I leave to come back home, Sean. Hold so we the had to dark watch it. Or Hold the Dark? Hold the Dark. It stars Alexander Skarsgård, mm-hmm. and it looks really good. It sure does. I, I mean, since it's from the guy that directed Green Room, I liked Blue Ruin. It was nowhere near as good as Green Room, in my opinion. Agreed. I need to watch Murder Party. That was his first movie, which some people say sucks. Some people like it. I don't know. But Hold the Dark looks really good, and we got to watch it before I leave. Before you leave? If we can't. Well, we might not be able to. We'll try. We'll try. Oh, you mean you mean it comes out here before you leave? Yeah, it comes out September I'll 28th. be busy. I'm Tomb Raider, Spider-Man. Sorry. <gasps> oh, yes. Oh, man. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> There's good stuff coming out. I can out. watch like... it by myself. Jeez. <laughs> September's crazy. I'm like, Spider-Man is coming out on PS4, Tomb Raider. Yeah. Like, all these things. There's too much shit. Come on, like, guys, I'm not going to have a boyfriend for, you know, two months now. I'm going to be with him for one month. But, you mean you, know. you will have one for two months out of a year. That's how busy I am. That's that's a busy scale schedule calendar yeah, that you have going on. So like October, October's like Call of Duty and Battlefield Five, which I'm getting Battlefield Five, so he can't avoid me with that one. But yeah, Call of Duty, but I can't get into Call of Duty. Uh, what you don't play no Battlefield, huh, Amanda? You don't play really a Battlefield player. I, was about, I thought you were going to talk to me. I'm like, um, excuse me. 
what kind of relationship is this that you don't even know me? No, I, I mean, I like Call of Duty, so I'd probably play that. But I'm excited for Tomb Raider because I do like the Tomb Raider games. And I'm mm-hmm. super excited for the Spider-Man game. I don't own a PS4, so I'm going to borrow, like, my family member's PS4. I asked my brother who just moved to Missouri, like, can you just ship me yours back? Because I know you're going to be busy working. So, like, just let me borrow it so I can play Spider-Man. Okay. But no, not a battlefront. This is what Bat- you do. This is what you do. Okay. Secret time. Okay. Okay. You go to Walmart and you buy the Spider-Man bundle. It comes with Spider-Man and a PS4. Yeah. You play it. Just make sure you return that before 60 days, 30 days. I don't know. Whatever their return policy is, and you get all your money back. But it's an open game at that point, right? No, it doesn't matter. If it comes only open games like that matter, but if it comes in like a bundle with like a console, you're just returning the console. So that's all they're concerned about. Or what I could do is I could buy <laughs> the whole thing, use the console, never open the game, and get like borrow somebody else's game. Or, so that way it's all brand new when I return it, aside from the fact that I've used it, which <laughs> I'll just wipe it and they'll never know. Or you can go on eBay afterwards. And sell it for way more than it costs you yeah. to buy it because it's probably going to be a limited edition thing. That's uh, yeah. That th- it depends on how limited it is. Yeah, that's like, true. I, I can always like these limited edition consoles and stuff, but after a year, you're like, oh, what if I'm stuck with a fucking Spider-Man console? I mean, I heard you could actually probably peel the Spider-Man sticker off. That'd be cool. If you just have a yeah. red PS4. That would that'd be neat. But I've gotten themed consoles before, and after like six months to a year, you're like, "Oh, this! I'm not playing even playing that Call of Duty anymore." And I got this Call of Duty mm-hmm. camouflage console. It it always bugs me. So when I got the the when the Xbox came out, I made sure I did not get that Scorpio edition because I did not want that writing on my console. Yeah, mine's just the plain black Xbox one. Mine is a white one, but um, mine came with Sunset Overdrive, and it was a gift sent to me from a viewer. So that's sweet. Look at that. Like, was this was this viewer somebody who was like, Alyssa, you're you're a very pretty lady. I want to give you a gift. I don't know. Was it like I just really like you? Here's a nice gift for you. (laughs) Most of like no. I mean, be honest. Is anybody going to spend five hundred dollars on somebody who just like thinks you're nice? Oh, you're nice. Here's five hundred dollars. No, 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 no. Lonely, maybe. Yeah, he's hoping like, oh, like, hey, do you like playing that console as much as you like playing me? (laughs) I mean, girls have that. You guys are lucky. You just just look pretty on camera. People send you shit. I, I could try the hardest. That. Send me shit. I could beg. Please send me shit. And then I'd probably get a literal turd in my fucking mailbox. I don't think I've ever gotten anything extravagant in terms of that. I did have one. He's kind of a friend, too, though. Um, but a listener of the podcast, both my podcasts. And he had sent me some stuff from Ireland for my birthday, like a birthday package of because I love Ireland. Like, that's my oh, dream nice. place to go to. And he lives there and he sent me some of that stuff. And it was really, really cool. It's like a happy birthday. What kind of stuff was it? He had a bunch of different stuff. So he gave me this like this special chocolate that they have. Um, So there was like some chocolate in there. There was this um, like sign, this little Irish sign with some Clada stuff on the outside of it. And it had my name on it and just some other like. Uh, there was like a little map sort of thing that was in there, just like various trinket type things um, that were very. There was one that was like a an Ireland symbol sort of thing, but I can't, it's escaping my mind right now. So, but just 
a box full of stuff from Ireland. It was, but pretty not cool. an Xbox One. Not an Xbox One. Alyssa, no, I don't. Alyssa's got a crush. Yeah, dude, that was years ago. I've never had anyone be like, "You're so I like you so much." Here's five hundred dollars worth of value and goods. She's all blushing Hi. over there. She's like, no, you just. You just <laughs> the thing is, I've also received, um, I also got a Vita and um, a Wii U from viewers. Yeah, that's Dude, awesome. Show your stuff. Bring me some chicken nuggets. Yeah. That's all I need. And you're like over here like, yeah, I get stuff all the time. I, get Vita's I don't anymore. I don't anymore. I make it rain Which, consoles. I'm like, oh, PS4. But people want to see Sean in one of my videos, I got to try to get them in one because people keep asking i'll they, do it like, in the joker mask okay I'll why don't you want to be on the videos just as yourself i don't know but people <laughs> seriously comment they're like can we see your boyfriend i'm like maybe does, i don't know if he'll want to does he exist it's like that new movie with the <laughs> what's that new movie with the girl and she's being catfished by some dude and like ah, um ah, i see this trailer every uh, time i go to the theater uh sh- i forget Forget it. Forget it. Okay. All right. But on a side note, have they stopped sending you stuff since you started being open about your relationship? Yes. But like, usually I get several people like sending me like birthday <laughs> gifts and stuff, which is way more than I never asked for it. This year, only one, one of my closest friends sent me stuff. And it's fine. It's fine. I don't care. Sean's worth more to me than gifts are. Um, uh, I, I'd say pretend like you don't have a boyfriend and get some shit. <laughs> pretend just start racking up that wish list pretend like hey guys i'm single let me let me put some stuff on the wish list too because it's like say you know a couple there's a couple things i want and yeah i mean I, you could do that whole thing and i'd be okay with it just as long as i get some shit every once in a while i can't hide it i can't hide it oh, you're weak <laughs> i'll just say i'm affectionate <laughs> this this sounds like a really good gig for you though like hey, here's me, here's my voice, here's my thoughts. And people are like, yeah, we really like your thoughts. And we also think you're really pretty. So as long as you're single, we're just going to send you all the cool stuff that we want to until we find out you have a boyfriend. And then they're like, "Mm, you betrayed us. You're not single anymore. You betrayed us. You know, that's what it is with a lot of actors. And they try to keep that stuff secret because that's their personal life. And there's the illusion of them being single. And even though they know they're not going to meet this actress or actor and and be with them but there's like this fantasy of it so you know it's, it's weird and once it switches you know people's attitudes change a little so that's why a lot of people keep that stuff keep yeah it unless you're like brad pitt right if you're brad, brad pitt and angelina it's like we're fucking popular we don't give a shit but yeah if i mean there's i see that all the time i used to watch like streamers on on twitch and these girls would literally just sit there as their whole team did the work and they'd just be sitting there like accepting hundreds and hundreds of dollars of, of donations. I'm like, this is crazy. This is so awesome. I watched this one girl get like, in a couple minutes, like $400. Like, who gives a $400 gift to somebody? Just mm-hmm. She's just sitting there hanging out, playing playing Destiny, but she's just like, she's just hanging out, like talking to the camera while her, while her squad does all the work. And they're probably like, why is this person that's on our team not doing nothing? Because she's getting $400. It's awesome. I... I have a new idea for myself now. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to start to eat better. And then I'm going to start streaming myself playing video games, looking super pretty, and then get all of this money. And no, quit my why, why do you need the gym and stuff for that? 
I because we've got to really now I have competition, so we've really got to elevate things here. I think people also like just people being themselves and open about it. Like Alyssa's, yeah. Alyssa is very open about her, like way too mm-hmm. open. Like she doesn't really have a boundary of like what she talks about, and people like that. That's that's you know I'm the same way in this podcast. I talk about all like my drug addiction from years ago. I talk about it like you know a lot of some people would think like. Like, why are you bringing that shit up? Nobody wants to hear that. I don't care. I really just, I'm an open book. I'd rather just be myself. People like that stuff rather than, but then also people like those fake people. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like for so long, I kept everything inside. So I'm at the point now where I'm just like, I don't want to hide anything. I don't want to pretend to be somewhere I'm not because I did that for so long that I'm just like, ah, people don't like it. Screw them. I don't care anymore. That's why I don't hide my relationship. Because it would just feel like I was being a fake person. But you yeah, though, but that means more gifts. More like gifts. I said, wants the gifts for like himself. I said, you're worth more than gifts to me. Oh, that's very sweet, but I don't, I don't believe that. Um, Amanda, you're on two like kick-ass podcasts. Like that <laughs> works there, right? Right? Like, like, and you write stories for Smurf and read them yeah. and. Uh, Smirk's a really good podcast. It's really, it's really different than anything. I mean, there might be other podcasts like that out there. I don't know because I've never heard them. So I, to me, it's like a really unique idea. Yeah, I haven't seen anything like it because the basic concept is there's three hosts. There's three of us, and each week, one of those three hosts is going to tell a story that they've written. The story can be truth or it can be fiction. Or fiction. Or Triction. You're welcome. I'm trademarking that. I need to do that soon. But um, we don't even find out. So like if the three of us were doing this, as an example, if the three of us were doing this podcast and I was the one telling the story, you guys would have no idea what the story is about, what questions I'm going to ask, and whether it's truth or fiction. So we kind of deliberate that on the show. And I'll ask, like, do you think that my story was truth or fiction? Well, the stories that we tell have a particular topic or moral that we want to talk about and we use that short story that we've written to kind of springboard into the conversation that we want to have so we've done topics about all sorts of things um one of the first ones that i did one of my first stories was about perceptions of mental health and that one had a lot of i actually did research on domestic violence sort of situations and anxiety and stuff like that. And so I used some of my research into the discussion of that podcast, but then we'll have stories that are like the, the, the beauty of the first snowfall, like something so simple. And we've talked about fandom. We've talked about, um, you know, jail and prisoners and how they should be treated and what we would do for like our family members if one of them decided that they were going to do something illegal or like kill someone or something. Like we've talked about all sorts of different things and every week it's a different topic and a different person. And then we have listener stories. So people write their own stories, send that in. And then we talk about that too and read their story. That's really neat. There was a podcast recently. I don't know if it was the last one or the one before that, but uh, I think Zach told a story. It might have been about mo- about moving and shit. And then yeah. you're laughing so hard you forget what the story was about. <laughs> so Aaron's like, "All right, wait, I'll take this because she can't handle this." And then Aaron's like, "Wait, what was the question?" And then you, guys, it was like, I was like, oh, I was like laughing out loud. For me to laugh out loud while I listen to a podcast is very rare. But when I do it, it's like I was cracking up because you're just like, ah, you're like. <laughs> 
breathe. And was like, wait, wait, what was the story about? And then I was like, I got that. I got this. I got this. Wait, wait, what was the question about? <laughs> I was, it, was it was so funny. That, that's the kind of shit I love about podcasting. Well, and we had no intention of getting that sidetracked because we tried. I mean, we are much more loose on that podcast than we are than, you know, what we might be on the Hollywood Outsider. This one has much more of a loose format because we go in we as like the other two hosts go into a blind, not knowing what the story or the topic's going to be about for that episode. And we just got so sidetracked because Zach told a story that was intended for the episode. And then he told us like a side story and we were like, hold on, this is really interesting. Like, let's talk about this because it was so messed up. Like the story is basically his, um, not the main story for the episode, but the side story he told is that, when he moved in with his aunt, they would not let him eat at the table with the family because he wasn't family. They would make they would have family dinner at the table and then he would have to sit at like this other like little island or bar area, like directly across from them and eating like a mac and cheese or something like an easy mac. And he would have to sit there and watch them. And we're like, that's really fucked up. Like, that's not kosher at all. Kind of like Harry Potter living situation where you really in. So we started talking about that. And then all of a sudden we were like going back to the main story. And I was like, wait, what was your story about? (laughs) Now I'm totally interested in this side thing. Like, let's talk about this. (laughs) It was so funny. Oh, man. That was, that was, uh, yeah, that's, that's good shit right there. That's good shit. I like it. I know. Now we've ruined the joke for everyone, but I feel like it nah, would still not, be funny. Not really. Yeah, if you go listen to it, it'd still be a different experience to like, listen to it. And Zach's always very, like, dark. He's he very, is. He's very dark. Yeah, we have, like, this weird balance of... I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily the light in the darkness here, but I'm, I'm a little bit more... I'm much more optimistic than Zach can be. And then Aaron is kind of the medium where sometimes he can go a little bit dark and sometimes he can go a little bit light. So we have like this nice blend of voices and perspectives and the humor that Zach and Aaron bring. I mean, that just gets me laughing. I don't even, I don't bring that many jokes to the table, but I laugh at them. And I think that that gets other people laughing, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, they're good. They, the, the dynamic is really good on that show. I, I really, I really do like that. It's weird to say about your own podcast. But it's no, nice that's, that's you can listen to, to it on your yeah. own too and be like, this is still fun. Like Yeah, if you're not doing what you love enough to like listen to it yourself and have a good time doing it, then why are you doing it? There, there is a lot of people who do stuff and you could tell they're not into it, right? Even like TV <laughs> shows, and you're like, this isn't the right role. I mean, this guy's getting paid so much money yeah. to do this game show. You know, Steve Harvey, do you think he really really loves doing that game show? Or do you think he just gets paid good so he sticks there and does a good job, right? You know? You can kind of tell. You can it's just I know it's a good time. Podcasts are good. Listen, For nod. sure. Alyssa nods yeah. with agreement. <laughs> Alyssa should write this a story. Like her... right? Do you write Alyssa stories? Or, I know yes, you read a lot. I do. I've actually been published in magazines and stuff before. Whoa. Ooh. Did you get not anything like super famous? Not anything super famous. It was like literary magazines and stuff like that. Um, but I, I have written short stories and poetry and stuff in the past. Hmm. Um. I do occasionally still write. I do want to like write a novel at some point, but I keep getting stuck. Um, but I do write on my own blog, like I do reviews and stuff mm-hmm. on movies and books. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do write. You should you should write a story in for us then. Oh, definitely. 
So I open up the door. I heard a knock on the door. I walk over and open it. The UPS hands me a box. I grab the box. Whoa, this is heavy. I go to open it. Oh, my God. It's an Xbox One with a note. The note says, love you. Look good on camera. Enjoy your Xbox. So I'm like, wow, this is great. A free Xbox One. Wait, I heard another knock at the door. The UPS driver says, I forgot five more boxes. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, just put them on the ground. They look too heavy to Alyssa's <laughs> story. That's it. Oh my gosh. That would actually be really funny. I think you should do that. Moral of the story is I can do it, yeah. Shake that ass. Get free of boxes. <laughs> She's not even having to shake her ass. That's the thing that's like, wait, what? You're not even like exposing yourself and people are like, gosh, I just really like your thoughts. So here's some free gifts. I'm like, damn, I wish I could say words and people were like, I like them so much. Here's free stuff. Yeah, she but I think it's more like Living the dream. You're not shaking your ass on camera. If I give you the sex box, maybe she will. <laughs> maybe she will. The shaking the ass thing is purely Sean. I mean, Alyssa says she's got some DMs with some, uh, you know, members in it. I haven't gotten any in a very long time. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, I was like, you should just screenshot that, post it on Twitter, tag that person. Looky, 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 look who sent. Look at this person sent me. That that that's something you Yeah. <laughs> Alyssa's too nice though. She'd be like, oh, I can't do that. Can't be mean. No, I always block the per- people because I didn't appreciate it. Like, I don't appreciate it. No. Ain't nobody sent me dick pics. What's up with that? I have sure some Twitter, Twitter people I can recommend and send your way if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird, though. I mean, as being me being a guy, I can never imagine just going, hmm, let me just send this. Hope you like. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even get what goes. Maybe because I'm not like no. a guy who's well equipped. So I'm not like, look at this monster, <laughs> you know? So, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, where does that come from? So the girl's going to again go, wow, that's pretty nice. I guess maybe some do. I don't know. There was a guy who straight up, I have no idea who he is. I'm trying to see if I still have the message. But just randomly sent me a picture of his dick and was like, here you go. And I was like... What is even happening? I'd have a police officer in my local area send me a dick pic. What? An unsolicited. Okay, so let me tell you the story. Oh, my God. Strap in for this movie, folks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause for a second. I'm going to use the restroom because I got to hear this. Okay. Yes. I'm going to try to see if I can find this other guy's dick pic (laughs) that he sent me in my (gasps) Twitter inbox. There's some weird shit that's happened. Men are just... Oh, no, I know. Oh, Sean still got the message I wrote him, like, two months ago on this whiteboard back there the, in the black writing. Oh, that's sweet. He's probably not ever going to get rid of that. There's one above it, too, in green that I <laughs> left. I think I still see it, too. Or maybe, yeah, I don't know. It looks like there's green above it. Yeah, I wrote that, too. <laughs> Aw. <gasps> you guys are so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to find this situation here. It was, I mean, very, it wasn't even like he just sent me a portion of his dick. Like, he sent all of it. That's the good thing about having a boyfriend. They're like, ah, she's taken. I'm not going to send it now. (laughs) Before uh, Sean came along, like, people would find pictures on Instagram. They, like, they'd send me a picture of their dick, but then my picture would be in the background, like, on their computer screen. I'd be like, what? What? That's messed up. I'm like, ah, block. 
Okay, so. Oh, ew. Straight up in the message just says. That's so gross. That's so gross. What about mine? That's all. Oh, so gross. (laughs) Wait a minute. What was that? That's a cop or no? No, no, no. What about mine? (laughs) This is the guy from Twitter, some random guy. Wait, wait, is this an Eminem in the background? Is it like an Eminem poster? It is an Eminem poster. (laughs) (laughs) That's Stan. That's Stan. There's, what is this? There, it looks like there's, what movie is that? There's a movie in the background. Let's zoom in and like get around his dick a little bit. <laughs> Can you? Uh, uh, Bruce uh, it, Lee. Uh, it's Bruce yeah, Lee. that is, isn't it? Air of the dragon. Air of the dragon. That, yep. is, that is the dragon that entered. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so let's talk about Officer Dick Pig. This is what I refer to him as. I have like oh a, a chat Officer with DP. DP Officer has DP. many different names. It does. And funny story before I get sidetracked on this. When I first said that, one of my friends coined it Officer DP and she meant Dick Pig. And then the other girl in the group was like, double penetration. And I was like, whoa, this went on a different, very different avenue. Okay, so. I love Quentin Tarantino movies, guys. I really do. And I have done um, like a cosplay for Halloween costume of um, from Pulp Fiction. So I was just like, I had I had the syringe, like I went all out. Well, this guy had seen this photo and was like, oh, nice costume, blah, blah, blah. Like we were friends on Instagram. He actually had pulled me over once and let me go. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Did he give you an Xbox? (laughs) <laughs> he did not give me an Xbox, but he didn't give me a ticket, so I can't be too mad. So all of a sudden, he's like messaging me on Instagram, and I'm talking to him about like police stuff because I was trying to do something for the police officers in my area, like a kind thing to do for them. Well, then he like adds me on Snapchat or whatever, and I start getting these messages in the morning at like, six in the morning when he was getting off work and getting home and getting showering and I was getting up for work. And one day he sends me a Snapchat and it's just his shower. And I was like, this is a very, like, you're not even involved in this. It's just your shower. This is weird. And then he says in times, it's just a Snapchat and it says in text. Um, and it's still of just a shower in times like these, what would Quint, what would Tarantino do? And I get that. And then I, I click the next one because he sent them back to back. And the next one is him holding his dick and the tip is showing. And he says, show just the tip. And I was like, hold on. Like, I was more offended at the fact that he thought Tarantino would only show the tip of a dick if he even ever <laughs> did show a dick, which he would not do. But if he did, there would be blood everywhere. It would I'll be, be a like, oh, uh, Quinn Tarantino would murder everyone in this building. <laughs> Like, no, this doesn't make sense. There's no there's no dick that would still be left if this were a Tarantino movie. And then you're going to try to say that he would show just the tip? That is so inaccurate. So I was more offended by his misuse of Tarantino than the fact that he sent me a random unsolicited dick pic as a police officer. I was like, you know what would be funnier if he had, if he had like a donut around it? <laughs> I can guarantee you that if I asked him for that, he would send it. Because there have been times since then that he has sent me, like, just Snapchats of the shower, like, kind of, like, prefacing it. And I'm like, I'm not going to respond at all. I'm going to open this and I'm going to ignore it. Because yeah. I know that's for again. And I'm like, this is not anything I need to be a part of. Oh, that's, that's, that's weird. 
You know, Isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I just think people sending pictures is is just proof of some something. It just seems so yeah. so risky, like especially from a police officer. Right, unsolicited. I feel like okay. If if I if we're engaging in this, if we're together, and yeah, we're like, like, hey, send me a pic, dick, dude. Officer yeah, GP, like- send me a dick pic. And you're like, <laughs> he's like, sure, I guess. Um, maybe I shouldn't. I'm a cop. Um, no, fuck it. Here it is. Right? In other words, he's just like, hey, look at this thing. <laughs> yeah. I'll save you on the side <laughs> of the road. <laughs> That's it's it's weird. I've never I've never gotten that. I, I'm just. I'm so I've shy, gotten, though. I'm just so shy. I had to bug me a hundred times for me to even say, like, yeah, you're cute. I think so. Alyssa uh, had bugged me for, like, months, and I'm like, yeah, Yes, maybe. this is a true story. Months. I had to work on him for yeah, months. Yeah. Well, I'm like, you're living in Alabama. You're not going to come all the way to California. That's 2,000 And then I did. Then I looked up where Alabama was. I'm like, yeah, that's far. <laughs> I was like, how the hell does he know how far away this is? Like, he had to have looked. Yeah, I don't know. But then there's the other guys who are like, hey, Here's my shower. You ever seen the Bates Motel? What was the movie called? What was the original movie called? Psycho. Psycho. Fuck, I can't remember that. Have you ever seen Psycho? Now, if somebody said that, I might be a little bit intrigued because I'm like, that's a really good reference and a good movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll let you send me a dick pic now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little kid. It's like a little checkbox. Like, can I send you a dick pic? It's like, yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> like a poll on a poll on Twitter. May I send a dick pic? It's like thirty three percent said no, but was was seventy seven, sixty seven, seventy seven. So seventy seven said yes. So I'm in. But getting back to Sean, like how he said I'd never come to visit him, and I was like, yeah, if you really nice on a Valentine this year. He's like, yeah, it would be too, but you'll never come here. So I'm like, challenge accepted. I got to take out my guess who's coming for Valentine's Day. And really immediately, immediately, like five minutes afterwards, he put it as his Facebook says, I have a Valentine this year. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, I just figured no one's going to fly from Alabama to see me. And I'm too fucking cheap and too busy with work to fly to Alabama. It's like, it's not easy. So I'm just, I'm just like. And this whole time, I still didn't know how he felt about me, really. I was just like, oh, I'm I still don't know how I feel about you. Really, I'm just waiting for an Xbox. <laughs> I'll let you come as long as you bring gifts every time. Cool. I mean, it's like you guys are weird. No, you guys are actually pretty <sighs> adorable. Uh, that's uh, I'm almost drink my. I've only drinking one and a half of these little things. Poor Shane. You're up to like a dollar uh, in wine. I'm <laughs> up <laughs> to seventy five cents of wine, literally. Uh, you know, it's weird though. When I, when I drink on a podcast, I don't have to drink that much and I get really drunk cause I'm talking, but if I was <laughs> to sit here alone and play video games and drink, I'll drink a bunch and I'll get, I'll get a headache and get sick, but I won't really get like drunk from it. I don't, I don't know why that is. I don't know why either. Like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe you're like psyching yourself into being drunk. Well, man, I think when you're by yourself, since you're not talking, you don't really notice you're drunk. You're not slurring your words. You're not saying anything. Your emotions feel like they're just like shut down. You know, when, I, when I'm alone, my, my emotions are shut down. So I'm looking at it. T- I'm usually watching something or playing a game. That's basically it. Or I go to the gym. Whatever. Look at you. Yeah. Going to the gym. Yeah, I get, I get, uh, I don't do a lot of cardio. I do a lot of weightlifting, but 
the gym is the best best place to do it because you you, you have no distractions, right? You just if I'm at home and I try to lift some weights, I'm like, oh, here's 10. Then I'm like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> it's so easy to say no, but you're like, I drove all the way to the gym. I'm here. There's all this equipment around. People are watching me. That's they, my thing. I don't like it. I'm yeah. Like, you know what? I, I have anxiety over everything I do, everywhere I go, even around family. I just had this anxiety. My brain overworks. But when I go to the gym, it all shuts down because everyone's really? in their own world. Everybody has earplugs in. They're listening to music or podcasts, whatever they're doing. They're in their own world. Like no, I mean, you might cross eyes with somebody, but no one's like watching you. Like that fucking pussy can only do eighty pounds. You fucking <laughs> pussy. Nobody cares. Like it's it's a cool place to be. There's this one guy in there. This older dude. I told a list of this story too. This guy's a prosthetic leg, and he just he just gets in there and goes on the bikes. The bikes just goes so- at it. You know, foo, 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 foo. like an older dude. He's he's a heavy set dude. He's way out of shape, but he's at the gym doing his thing. When I see stuff like that, it's it's. It's encouraging to just. That's, to, that's an example of why I don't like going to the gym. What Sean just said because he's looking at this guy, going, "Oh, he's overweight. No. He's old." <laughs> but you're, you're not overweight or old. Like, well, no one's looking know, at you going, still. "This girl over here, look at her, look at her, look how slow her legs are going on that treadmill." <laughs> Alyssa rather would watch. He she watches movies on her phone and walks around her house until she hits desk. She has all these bruises all over her, so when she goes and comes to visit me, it looks like I beat the shit out of her. And she walks <laughs> in the desk. The corners of, literally walks in the desks or whatever. It was one time. No, no, way more than that. You show me all kinds of, look at this new bruise. I'm like, you know, it looks like I beat the shit out of you. <laughs> the gyms, for me, honestly, though, for anyone out there who's like, not only just lose weight, just to, just to get in shape. There's a lot of muscles you don't use and you don't even realize you're weak in those areas. Just... Go into the gym. I, I go to Planet Fitness, and there's n- not really a lot of people there. It's really nice. In my area, they just put this one in, so all the equipment's brand new. I just put my headphones in, and I just go in there, and you just do things at your own leisure. You just, you know, if you just want to pull pull 10 reps of this bar or whatever you're doing and, and stop for a while and just kind of, like, stretch it off. Like, no one cares. No one bother- You don't have to feel weird about it. That's what I like about it. That's cool. Yeah, I'm not buff. Oh, he's he's pretty strong, actually. <laughs> Not really. I She's all, like, yes, yeah. he is. He is strong. <laughs> I picked her up and threw her on the roof. I was like, get up on there! The roof. <laughs> get up <laughs> there! <That's sexy>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wouldn't be sexy. You'd all be like, oh my gosh, I'm on the roof. Like, oh my god, back. you're picking get me up! I'm like, yeah, to get up on the roof. Get up! I think there's a bird up there. Get up there! <laughs> no, I just I have I think. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's, if you go to those gyms where everyone's like yoked out and just a bunch of bros, bro, you don't even lift, bro, bro, it's only two hundred pounds, bro, bro. I'm doing three fifty. What are you doing? Like, the, like three fifty. Who the hell can lift three hundred? I mean, you know, there's those bodybuilder dudes. Like this, this is Planet Fitness. It's the judgment free zone. So I, <laughs> I, 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 don't I, they offer pizzas too? I'm once like, yeah. a month, I think once a month they do offer pizza. <laughs> and they also have a free, I think, cookies. Once a month, too. Yeah, let's go to the gym and get free cookies. <laughs> I was going to say, sense. I might sign up just so I can get the free pizza and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I lost 17, 18 pounds uh, in a two-month span by doing my walking around the house, watching TV shows, and from dieting. But, you know. What would you do to diet? Uh, I first went down to 1,200 calories. Now I've upped it to 1,500. But um, Yeah, I told her that's that's too little. 1,200, you, can't, you yeah. can only do it for a little bit of time. Yeah, I learned it the hard way. 
what do you what do you do for your eating though? Like, what kind of meals do you make? I don't make any because I can't cook at the moment. So I just kind of literally can't you know. cook. Like I told her when she comes here next time, I'm going to teach you how to cook something. <laughs> so I mostly just get like uh, stuff from Walmart that's already like prepackaged, like carrots and stuff, and just eat those. So you just eat like a bunch of veggies and stuff, and plate yeah, full meals. That's probably yeah, veggies and nuts and stuff like that. You know what I found good for like snacks instead of eating a candy bar because I fucking love candy. Mm. You find the right protein bar or yes. nutrient. Like I found I these those l- as well. Luna bars, right? These Luna bars are like at Walmart. I think you get five for like five fifty. There's one called I mean, the- Lemon Zest, but it is like the best lemon dessert thing I've ever eaten. It's so much lemon. It tastes like a lemon cake. But it's he like- keeps telling me. It's He's so good. One. It's so it's so good, and it's like better than any candy bar I've ever had. And it's a, it's less calories, and it's technically a nutritious bar. Is it like nuts and granola, or what is it? Oh, uh, hold on, I'll find it. Hold on. Talk I am curious. No, he keeps telling me he's gonna save one for me. But I bet you when I get out there, there's not gonna be any. No, he's probably gonna like have uh, a protein trip. bars. The ones we eat, they're not like granola. I do eat granola bars, but they're like kind of like. They're chewier. Uh huh. They taste really good. So What's it look like though? You gotta start bar. eating it. Oh shit! I gotta actually open this. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna be yeah, like yeah. I want to know what materials are looks, using. That looks good. Okay, that what does kind of it? look. It's like I don't know. <laughs> I just, <laughs> oh, no, just, I just I, eat it. It's, oh, it smells so good right now. Made in Canada. Hmm. I don't see that too often. It says in 1999 we created Luna, the first nutritional bar for women. I, didn't, I never read this before. And to inspire women to be bold and, and blaze their own trails, we created two <laughs> breakthrough initiatives. <laughs> uh, this is the best. This is, uh, yeah, it says be, okay, okay, it says be with somebody who makes you happy, but then has with crossed out. So it says be somebody that makes you cr- happy. This, this bar, if you ever see this at Walmart anywhere, Luna Bar. The lemon zest ones. They are. This is fucking <laughs> so good. It's. But you're not telling me what what is in it. I know what, what is that what stuff. What is it? Um. I don't know. It's, it's gluten lemon. free. It's. I don't know. It tastes like. Mm, it's heaven. Mm, mm. <laughs> this is like, just what everyone wants to hear. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like. So good. <laughs> His eyes just kind of like went into like an orgasmic no. state. This is better than an orgasm. Whoa, that seems like a stretch. Mm. Alyssa, you really got to show him up with this next time you see him. You got to show him why why sex is better than this Luna mm. bar. Yeah, this is so good. 190 calories. So that's less than a candy bar. And I'd say this is more filling, and tastes way better than a candy bar. I just gotta say, I'm way better than a Luna bar. I know this for a fact. Nah. <laughs> uh, don't you even. Don't you even. Um, I don't want to open this. That's why. I almost feel like it's like it's a granola. It's made organic oats. We should have just Googled it, but now you're just gonna eat the whole candy bar. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of like a granola bar. Almost, but it's way better. 
<laughs> so I tried to Google to see what what was actually in the ingredients. And the first thing that it says is that the product was the first nutrition bar aimed at women. And every time I see it, I'm just I'm laughing. But also the brand has expanded to cover nutritional drinks, protein bars and Lunafest, a woman's film festival. <laughs> OK, you know what? You know You're what? really part of culture now. Fuck all this backstory shit. All right, guys. Um, I was in Walmart. And I just passed by the gluten-free little section, and it was like, oh, Luna Bars. They had one of the big boxes, and they had them priced down. The little boxes of fives were still like five fifty, But this big box had opened. They were just – you could buy them singly, and they were $0.50 cents on sale each. So I bought whatever was left in that box, 12 of them. I wonder. And uh, I didn't read this women thing until now, but yeah, women got – women. This reminded me of something. Yeah. Uh they have these things called Luna Cups for um, women <laughs> on their periods. I wonder if it's from the same company. Oh. You know what? <laughs> Maybe. But you know what? This little period uh, candy bar is great. <laughs> I wonder if it does, like, if there's, like, some sort of benefit that's aimed at women, like, to increase their estrogen or something, that you're increasing your own mm, mm, let me make sure levels, mm. decreasing your testosterone. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, but you know this is by this is Kit Cradford Crawford, the co-owner of Cliff Bar. So this is actually by the same. It by, is okay, but it does say whole nutrition bar for women. But fuck that, women don't get all the good shit. I want some good shit. It's good. It's really good. I'm trying to figure out if the Luna mens- um, menstrual cup is from the same company oh, or not. Don't don't even look that up. I'm gonna feel so bad right now. I'm I'm looking it up. I just. <laughs> This is, I shouldn't even have brought that up. Like now I can't eat my, <laughs> my little delicious bars and peace. The best menstrual cup for your period, though. Mm. <sighs> this feels it. like it should be easier to find. I, maybe we'll just ask people to look it up for us and tell us if it's the same company. That no, is the Yeah, yeah. Don't don't tag me in that because <laughs> too late. Yeah, th- this is really good. And I, I'm a little mad that women are aiming these good protein bars towards women. And the other ones like that I get like uh RX bars are okay, but they're not as good as this at all. So it's Lunette, so it's not the same company. Okay. Oh, Dang it. Woo. <laughs> that would have been a turn of events though. It yeah, it's still good. I don't give a damn if it's for women or not. It's good. Okay. You eat those lemony oats. Yeah, it tastes like a lemon pastry. Hmm. Do only women get to enjoy lemon pastries? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm gonna edit this whole section out. So no, I tried these Luna. I tried these. Uh, let's go. Hold on. So, guys, I tried these Luna bars. They're pretty good. I'm not going to go get the bar and read anything on the package because it might, I don't know what it says in there. I'm too lazy to walk to the fridge. You guys, we're just going to enjoy this. We're going to wait for like maybe some creative hashtags that come up after this episode. Oh, my God. Shawnee's <laughs> women's candy bars. It's a very long hashtag. We got to make it a little bit more concise. Um,. Yeah. Luna for Sean. I don't like that one, no. Okay, so, I don't know. 
we'll probably wrap the show up here in a little bit. Anything else you want to talk about, Amanda? I'm going to give you the table. Is there any random topics you want to bring up, talk about? I'm sure. I'm in a rush to get here, but I don't want to hold you guys. I know it's a little later for you guys, so. Um, I don't know. I mean, we can we could talk about anything. Not charity bars. Charities. Oh, they did chariots. I'm like, yeah, the chariot. (laughs) (laughs) That would be sweet. I would definitely take that. What kind of charities? Uh, So I do volunteer work through the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk, Mm -hmm. which is the American Cancer Society. And then I organize and run my own walk um, through the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. That's that's a good one. It is. Wait, did you say... They, do you take you don't take phone calls right and help try to help people? Uh, no, so so my roles are more active in organizing and planning, executing the uh, actual walks that happen in my local area. So the the making strides one that I do is I'm more just working alongside the American Cancer Society local manager who actually works with the company. And then for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, that walk is one that I organize and, you know, basically orchestrate, pull all the strings and make sure that everything happens right and figure out how I want it to work. Um, So they're just local walks that like once per year, and we fundraise for them and stuff like that. And there's probably one in your area for both of those, like for both of you guys and mm-hmm. anybody else listening. So if it's something you want to get in- invested into, it's pretty cool. Um, I definitely would, go, yeah. yeah. How do you go about that? I mean, uh, is that a lot putting, of work to put that together? Yeah, it's it's kind of like I have a second job, honestly. Yeah, that sounds doesn't, like it. <laughs> doesn't pay me any money, but it's it's nice because, well, and it's it's different for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention one because I get a lot of emails and messages and stuff from people who have lost someone to suicide. Um, You know, I've had people reach out to me pretty consistently to to share their story. You know, people have lost their husbands or this woman just lost her father. They had actually both signed up for the walk and now she was like, he passed away last week. Um, because he died by suicide. So like some of those, it's, it's not necessarily that I'm like being a help service or anything by any means. I'm not like a crisis line, but people will reach out to me because they have the contact information for the walk and, and you get to hear more of those stories and learn more on a local level of how much your community is actually impacted by it, which you might not even, even for me as somebody who, who has, who's in the psychology field, per se, and has, you know, pretty big advocacy for it. I didn't even realize how prevalent it was in my area until I started doing this and having people talk to me about their stories and and share that stuff. But I mean, organizing the walk itself is just kind of a lot of logistics and putting together a good committee who wants to volunteer their time to get a lot of donations and asking companies if they'd be willing to donate stuff or um, fundraising opportunities. Like we do a bunch of different restaurant fundraisers and we have a bowling fundraiser coming up. So just however you can get people engaged in wanting to participate the day of the walk and fundraise up to it. So. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah. It takes some, it takes some time, but it's totally worth it. Yeah. It feels probably feels really good too. You know, you think like, some people might think like, oh, that's, how is that beneficial to you? You're not making no money off it. You're like, yeah, it's <laughs> beneficial to me. It's, it, 
to my heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. That's like one of my, I actually got this little journal book the other day that I found at like my local Meyer grocery store, but it's like a journey book. So you can, you can document, you know, over time, like your humanitarian efforts or, and, and goals and what your lifelong goals are and just all different sorts of things. And one of the questions that it asked me as I was filling it out last night <clears throat> is what do you, what are your like top five goals like in life that you're working to achieve? And one of them for me is just making sure that I can help people through that struggle because it's really hard. Like I've been there. I've had my own suicide attempt years ago. I've struggled with, with depression. So yeah. So like you, you get it. it. It's real hard. And people, you see the stuff on the internet, especially right now, because there's so many celebrities who have passed away recently yeah. and over the past that, that has gotten so much um, notoriety the subject this topic has and people are saying reach out to me if you need help tell me if you need help people aren't going to do that like you no. have to talk to them and like check in on the people that you care about and be like hey are you doing okay like do you want to talk is there can we meet up and do something and put them into like a, a positive atmosphere that helps them and figure out what it what it is that they need to to get better and help them get on that path because they're not they're not going to do it themselves no. No, because, like, every time I had a suicide attempt, there were multiple. Um, I never reached out to anyone. Never. Because that's the last thing on your mind. If, if something that dark is going through your mind, the last thing you're thinking about is, let's let's let's, uh, let's research this. I I totally get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really tough. That's a tough thing to be involved with, think about. But, yeah, there's, as you say, there's a lot of celebrities recently that's happened, so it's bringing more attention to it. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it sucks that celebrities are getting the attention. A celebrity co- uh, commits suicide that gets all the attention. But it's also good. It's not good. But it, it's uh, – it's how do I put these words together without sounding like an asshole? It's good that, that people are more aware of it now. Yeah. It, I mean, it. There, there, there's, there's good that has come out of so many tragic situations. And and the the only good part of it is that – Hopefully, people will begin to care a little bit more about it and do a little bit more to prevent other people from from getting to that stage in their life. Because once you get there, there's no turning back. There's we, we it seems like we have this as a society this belief or perspective or whatever th- that it is suicide is a choice and that you're committing a sin by doing it and. Mm-hmm. And and that's not it's not really the way to help people get through their struggle no. by telling them that they're doing something wrong because they already feel like they're doing everything wrong anyway. Like you you need to you need to find a way to encourage them that there this is not an option. There the options that are available to you are ways to survive to get through it. That's the only options that there are. And whatever means that you want to take to get to your survival path, like that's something that you have to decide. But suicide is not ever the option. And it's not to say when somebody dies by suicide that even just the terminology that they've and it's more research has come out on this that even saying like committing suicide, people sometimes take that perspective as like um, committing a crime. And so they kind of like innately correlate those things. And, And so if you're talking about somebody who has died you can say that they died by suicide. You don't even have to shelter it. There's a lot of people like in newspapers and stuff that they're just like, Oh, they tragically died suddenly. 
And it's like, you can still acknowledge that they went through a really hard time and, you know, try to advocate for other people who are still going through that struggle and what they can do to get their resources and reaching out. I mean, the biggest thing, my thing is make sure you check in on the people you care about. Cause it's easy. I mean, it's easy to get stuck in your own life and to not think about those sorts of things, but you, <clears throat> you don't ever want to get to a point where fine, you wonder if you could have done, Oh, you're fine. <laughs> you don't ever want to get to the point where you wonder if you could have done more for somebody. Yeah. It, it, it's more than just that person. It's everybody around it. If it's mm-hmm. a family member, you, it's just, it's so hard. You're just thinking like, what could I have done? Could we've done something differently. Thanks for bringing this down. It's so dark. I know, right? It just got really sad. No, I was but, just going to ask you questions like, "What kind of charities do you guys like to be involved with?" But you know, it's still it's still a good topic. No, that's a very good topic. And seriously, kudos to you. That's that's awesome that you that you're you know you do all that for nothing in return financially. You know, that's that's really something awesome to. Well, in my community, of. like we've got a lot of people who are actively trying to to reach out to help because they're impacted by it and they really want to help. Like I have so many people who want to be volunteers for the walk that I'm like, there's, we don't even need any more volunteers. So that that's huge that's when you have that many people yeah. who are wanting to be a part of something like this. And hopefully if there's something like this in your area, it doesn't necessarily need to be the same organization, but just any organization that is accredited, that is doing something to help provide um, resources for people. If you have a local facility, um, trying to volunteer with them because there are multiple nonprofits that aren't national that do something on a local level to help people struggling school counselors. I mean, they do, I mean, they get paid for their jobs and stuff, but they deal with a lot. Yeah, they do. Just thinking back about 13 reasons why season two, you know, the one counselor guy just, there's a, a lot of him in the story just about like, you know, like, could have, could, have, could I have done better? I could have been a better counselor. Like, you know, that was a, that was a good message to push forward in that season. I really liked that season. A lot of people didn't, but yeah, I don't know what to say. Did you watch it? You watched 13 Reasons Why, right? Season two? Ameta? Yeah, for sure. Alyssa didn't Definitely. watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Do you have any other thoughts, Alyssa? I mean, you, as somebody who has been through that sort of thing? Any messages of hope? I mean, when you're going through it, it seems like you can't get out of it. And I understand why people do it, to be honest, because, I mean, I've tried multiple times. Um, But it gets better, and there's stuff to look forward to. And I know you can't see that in that moment, because I couldn't. Um, I'm just glad I failed every time. Um, I'm glad, too. Yeah, me three. Because... I mean, I wouldn't have met both of you, and I wouldn't have, you know, started YouTube or anything like that. And it's just kind of like, it gets better. And I know it sucks really bad. Like, it's so painful to go through that stage and to feel like you have nothing left. Like, you're a burden to people. Um, Like, um, it's hard to talk about. (laughs) Uh, And it's really prevalent with people who have autism, which I have asperger's because it's really difficult to understand and to have people understand you and for a long time i didn't know i had it i knew something was different about me and i just i was like no one understands me no one understands why i'm going through this and that's why i wanted to end things but there are people out there 
Well, just to be clear it, to the audience or anyone listening, you didn't know you even had Asperger's Toll recently, no. right? About a year ago. Yeah, so wow. before that, you just knew something was different, but you didn't know yeah. what it was. and Your parents didn't it's, understand it. You didn't understand it. Friends didn't understand it. But it's really important to get help, professional help. Um, see a therapist if you need to. Go on medication. Um Reach out if you can. It's really hard to reach out, but there's services now where you can text message if you're mm-hmm. feeling suicidal. Because I can never talk to someone, like actually speak, but I could text. And there is a line that you can text if you're feeling like that. Um, and there are people out there, like you can go on Facebook and find pe- groups, like you can talk to people and they'll try to help you out, like total strangers. And I found it was easier to talk to strangers about this stuff than people close to me. Yeah, just because I felt like I would hurt them in the process, but strangers, it's like you can talk to them, and it's kind of just like, oh, well, yeah, we're going through the same thing. So, yeah, it sounds kind of hokey to say, but like support groups. A lot. I did a support sure. group when I was a drug addict for many years. I was in I was in a recovery programs and support groups for. I did it like three, four times a week, you know, for four years straight, and you just. You sit down with people who are you totally connect with because they're going through the same shit as you. Even though it may be a different substance or a different feeling, you understand it all. You connect with it. <clears throat> and then you become friends with those people and you, you, you understand. You get sponsors. You, it's, it seems like a lot of people don't want to do that. Like to get, They don't want to be open about certain things. But sometimes that's all you got to do is be open. Support groups are great. It, they are really good. Yeah, and if there's like a, a a lot of areas have NAMI, which is the Alliance on Mental Health. Mm-hmm. So if there's one around there, a lot, I mean, a lot of them, at least around me, they do regular like therapy and, and support groups that are totally free. Like you can, they have them not just for the individuals who are struggling, but also the family members. So that way they can come out and figure out like, how do I deal with, with this family member I have that has bipolar? Like, what do I do? What can I do to help the situation and and all of that? And, you know, a lot of organizations in the area that people just kind of don't necessarily think about until it's so, so far down the, the rabbit hole that you're like, okay, now I need, desperately need something and hopefully somebody can tell me where to go. So yeah, there's still yeah. options. That's, that's one that's thing that um, I'm really glad about. Well, not glad about, but um, a lot of people in my family suffer from mental illness. And uh, every there are some points where I was feeling really, really down. And I would always go to my uncles because they both deal with anxiety and depression. Um, and they just understood. And they just let me stay there for as long as I needed to. Um and it was a godsend. There's people in my family that have bipolar disorder. Schizo- there's I had a great aunt who had schizophrenia. Wow. Um, that's how my family is really understanding. They've always been. Just before I was diagnosed with autism, they were just very like, this is Alyssa. This is her. You know, we're going to go with it. She might be a little weird, but we're going to go with it because we love her. And we understand that it's difficult. But... I was lucky in that department that had people that understood because they went through their mm-hmm. own struggles, which obviously that's not lucky that they go through that. Um, but there's a lot of people that don't have family members that, you know, understand. They don't have friends that understand. They feel so alone. So definitely like support groups can help. Therapy can help if you can find the right therapist, which is really hard. Trust me. Um, but it's worth it. 
to keep looking. There's also mm-hmm. ther- there's also therapists and people I even know. Colleen Mullen, friend of mine, she does a lot of she does a lot of her uh, therapy with people over Skype. Like you don't even got awesome. you don't even got to leave your house, so you can just get on Skype, you know, and do and do everything that way. You don't have to, you know. Maybe that's easier for me. Being eye to eye with people in person, I get really anxious. But mm-hmm. over Skype, I guess I can have I can be kind of free and have a good time because I'm not looking directly at you. I'm looking at your looking at the screen, yeah. looking at your picture. So for some people that could help little things like that could, could help in a big way. A lot less effort too, which, which somebody who's already in that state where they're so depressed <laughs> that they barely feel like they can even leave their bedroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've been in that not stage. having to can, can be like the whole game changer for them where they can just pull their phone out and just Skype with that person and, and that therapist and be like, this is how I'm feeling. And like, I know you'll get it even though somebody else might not. So like, please just, a lot of times just, I found through my struggles, just being able to talk about it with somebody who didn't, didn't, wasn't like condescending or question my feelings and my perspectives that just listened to me wholeheartedly and openly and, and tried to help me get through that on my own and allowed me the flexibility to do that on my own. That helped a lot for me. You know, a lot of people don't have that, like Alyssa was already talking about, they don't have that support group around them to have that discussion so that can can change things too i'm really glad you brought this topic up oh and i do have the the text line for the crisis text line if you text home h-o-m-e to 741741 you can even go to the website and you can tap and hold it and it pulls up the text for you 741741 i actually have that saved in my phone oh that's awesome yeah, so you it worked for you've used it before. I have used it before. Yeah. Okay. Good. And I'm also really lucky because my therapist lets me text her whenever. Oh. She, she's just like she'll answer back as soon as she can. Yeah. Her, she'll be like uh, Alyssa's therapist lets me text her whenever too. Like she yeah. she sends me stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> she like, sends me stuff she, like what to do and what to not to family. do. <laughs> like she reached out to my family and everything. Like. She's she is the one that actually helped me get diagnosed with autism in the first wow. place. She's, that person deserves an award. Yeah. Seriously, that's awesome. Yeah, she's uh she's cool. She sent me a message and friended me on Facebook and she was she was talking to me about <laughs> yeah. with the weather and I'm like she was talking about how she gets she turns into a mega bitch after a certain degrees and I'm like, "Wow, <laughs> that's like that might be our low of the night." You know, that that Yeah. 80s might be our low of the night and like, Oh no. Uh, it's um yeah it's cool right now it's cooling I'm down I'm, her so, on that. I'm so excited I'm so excited it's cooling down my therapist also funny story every time she mentions she has a thing for Jason Momoa and every time Ooh. I see her she she just starts talking about him and it's the funniest thing ever my and man she she posted on Facebook too I'm sure Sean has seen some by now she'll just post pictures of him on Facebook. <laughs> she's obsessed with Jason Momoa I didn't want to say one thing about Jason Momoa. Momoma, Momoa, that movie, the Aquaman movie, looks fucking terrible. What? I'm sorry. I watched the trailer and I was like, "Is this for real? Like, are they having this little battle underwater with these weird sea creatures?" And I was, I was so. He told me it looked as bad as the Star Wars prequels. I thought it looked worse than the Star Wars prequels. Did you? First of all. Star Wars prequels are still good. They're just not high quality like the rest of them, but they're still good movies. But second of all, that trailer still looks good. 
I don't for know. Aquaman. I'll take your word for it. Debatable. Debatable. I'll take your word for it. I, I, I get it. I just don't get it. <laughs> when I saw I saw when I saw the Megan, I was like, oh my god, this looks crazy dumb. But I was like, there's there's no way. DC will never catch up to Marvel. The race is over. They could. They just need to they just need to get on, you know, like some some solid ground where they're not trying to figure out what they need to do and trying to alter their marketing constantly because I feel like they're just trying yeah. to do new things to see what's going to work for them, which is yeah. good, but they're they're testing it on their big projects and testing it on those things that are going to get you the best quality and, and best response. You need to have your marketing plan figured out and your just your just the dynamics of your films like what is your what is your niche that is going to sell your brand and stop trying to be Marvel? Because once they, once they se- start, I feel like once they separate things a little bit more and they go back to just making good movies, instead of trying to build this giant franchise, that's where they're, what they're good at. It's when they're trying to be Marvel that it's like, this isn't, you guys aren't Marvel though. Like you don't have yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Your Suicide comic universes Squad, are they different. Tried, they anyway. trailer looks so fun in Suicide Squad. I actually enjoyed Suicide Squad. But it, the too. trailer made it look like something completely different. Yeah. And, like, what Marvel did was they tested their formulas out on, like, smaller properties from their comic history. Yeah. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy, they tested out humor and stuff with that. Ant-Man, same thing, before they brought it into their bigger pictures. Right. exactly. And, Mar- and DC's kind of just like, yeah, we'll try it in this next movie coming up, which I think, like, they should have stuck, like, with Shazam coming out. Obviously, yeah. it's a lighter film. And I think they probably should have started doing it with stuff like that before they did it with Justice League and all that. Just kept it to the smaller characters that people don't know as much about. And then just showed those movies, see how they did, then incorporated it. Well, and the other thing, too, is when they're they're doing reusable properties like super mm-hmm. like when we're talking about those characters and they're ones that not, they're able to be replicated so much and we have so many different versions of them already oh yeah now we're, do- now we're doing comparisons to stuff that yeah. we already liked when you guys haven't even found out what you're what you're good at and what works for you so figure that out with stuff that like you're saying those ones that they don't know about people don't know about they have nothing to compare it to. All they can say is, this is a good movie, or this isn't a good movie. Yeah, like, with DC, people are going to be like, oh, Henry Cavill's nowhere near as good as Christopher Reeve was a Superman. Right. Or they'll be like, Ben Affleck sucks compared mm-hmm. to... Uh, Christian Michael Bale. King, Michael <laughs> Keaton, Christian Bale. Um, I like Ben Affleck. Val Kilmer. Probably the best as Bruce Wayne. He does have a really good Bruce Wayne. He does a yeah. good Bruce Wayne. I thought he seemed more fitting. Christian Bale, though. But people Christian are Bell's good. Christian Bell's good. But, I mean, DC kills it with the TV shows, right? They're doing better than Marvel, yeah. probably. I mean, I like DC TV shows. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sucker for Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I haven't seen much of Gotham. Those all sound like CW shows. I'm out. <laughs> they are all CW shows. But I watched so one fun. CW show. That's the one, the 100. Yes, the 100. That's Have it. you not seen Riverdale? I watched the first he, season. He it was great first. to binge it, but when I started watching the second season week by week, I felt I like wasn't as interesting. I love I like Riverdale. It feels like um a younger Twin Peaks meets a murder well, Twin Peaks was a murder mystery. Uh just like a kind of, it's got kind of a Twin Peaksian feel to it, but it's also got, you know, modern day touches. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy Riverdale. I love Twin Peaks. Like 
It's one of my favorite shows of all time. I love Twin Peaks. I well, know. and season two is on Netflix now, right? I think uh, Riverdale? Riverdale. I think yes. so. CW has a deal that eight days yeah. after their season ends, it goes on Netflix. Yeah. So that could be and they have a separate app too that you can watch them. But then the, the only thing is, you have to watch commercials with the app, and there's yeah. like five commercial breaks with four commercials per break. So it's just oh. like, ugh. It is. It's very. Mm. I'm like, I'll just watch it on Netflix. Isn't Netflix adding commercials though? But you can go in and turn them off, right? On some people, I haven't experienced it yet, but yeah, they're testing neither. it. Testing? How do you? Te- and it's so weird. But, like. but I've heard it's like for their other shows and movies coming out. It's not for like products. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's just more. It's Netflix. Mm-hmm. Netflix rules. But I still don't want that, and they're not doing it in the middle of the episode. They're doing it like in between your next episode yeah. or whatever. But I still like. I want to binge. I don't want to watch your trailers. Like more than likely, there's a good chance I'm going to see this shit anyway. So can you just not give me the trailer? But, because also, like, I'm one of those people where I don't necessarily want to watch all the trailers because sometimes they give away too much. Now, Netflix oh, yeah. does a really good job of alleviating that for me, but if they took a turn for it, I don't want to see something that's too much in, into the show that would be a better surprise for me to watch organically. Yeah, I was at my grandma's house earlier, and she's like, oh, I was like, you, grandma, you, watch, you can watch uh, HBO. This is signed into this my flash deck. <laughs> And then she doesn't understand that shit. She doesn't understand any of it. I'm surprised she doesn't call me right now to ask how to turn it off. But like, I, I, she's like, "Oh, watch Bill Maher." So like, I started Bill Maher, and then they started a trailer for what was that? A uh, James Franco show from last year? The Deuce. The Deuce. The Deuce. Yeah. So like, but they were just showing this long trailer. So I don't want to watch that. My grandma, it's a trailer because it's probably a new season coming out. She didn't <laughs> understand that part. But I was watching like, oh, they're giving away all kinds of shit in this trailer. You know, for someone who hasn't seen it, like I'm just I yeah. know I know what the whole last season was about. Yep. But that that's that's I don't know. It's I can't watch commercials. I just can't do it. I can't sit there and watch commercials. But I do like trailers. I like going to the theater. I have to be there before the trailers start. Oh, me too. Yeah. I'm like, I got to watch these trailers and if someone's talking near a trailer, I'm like, "Shut the fuck up. I'm watching a trailer." <laughs> No, I think yeah. trailers you're allowed to talk and have phones out once the movie starts. Not in nope. my opinion. Yeah, my, in my opinion, doesn't count yet. It as long as I feel like as long as your sounds aren't on on your phone and your brightness isn't up all the way, like where you're being like you're still being courteous and respectful during the trailer yeah. time. But if you're not even respectful at all, and some theaters are different. Okay, so we should also preface this: some theaters turn their lights off like for the trailers. Most of them will still leave it. It'll dim a little bit for the trailers, and then it'll darken a little bit more. But if it's if it's already dark in the theater, like don't put your phone on. Like we're it's already we're past that point. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, at our, at our theaters, all of our theaters, it's it's yeah, like it will be like one step dimmed. That's the trailers, and then they go dark right right as the yep. movie's gonna come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. This has been a good. We went from like what did we? We went, went through from, a lot of topics. We went from women's uh, candy bars to uh, to suicide. Like it's been, it's been a lot of things we and talked dick about. Dick pics before that. Dick pics and wow, this, this has been a Movies. good time. I think it's about time to wrap this up. Yeah, this has been I'm an gonna awesome go to bed. time. All right, <laughs> well, well, well. Let's get to the wrap up. Let's get to the wrap up. Hey, yo, Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? Down there, man. Wrap it up, son. Amanda. 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 
All right. You can find me at the Hollywood Outsider podcast, or you can see some of my film reviews at thehollywoodoutsider.com. And then you can also find me on Smirk, which is another weekly podcast I do. Stories are also found at smirkpodcast.com. And both of those podcasts are available through Apple um, Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever you decide to use. Hell yeah. I second that. Hollywood Hollywood Outsider is... um where I met Scott from, Scott Clark, when he was doing it. When I met him online through another forum, we started talking, and I started listening to Hollywood Outsider. This is a couple of years ago. So that's where I met him, and then, you know, you you were on it quite a few times, and Aaron, then Aaron's doing Aaron does too many podcasts. He does. Like, I know he just ended, uh, what's, what's Remake the, this movie remake right. Remake this movie right, but I'm like, dude, that's probably a blessing, right? How many podcasts do you need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and that was, you know, part of the reason is like, well, we were starting up Smirk because Aaron is on Smirk as well, and so it was like, well, we got to put Remake to to bed. But actually, that's another one you can find me at as well as Remake This Movie Right on certain select episodes. Um, that has concluded, but there are four seasons for you to to listen to. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, big kudos, to Aaron, man. For all sure. The recording and editing and all that stuff. That's a all lot of work, the work. Right? Format, a, editing. Yeah, it's a second job. Definitely. What about you, Alyssa? You want to tell us how we can all get a free Xbox? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we sent you all of our money. So you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash girl 88 Watch my videos. Please subscribe. That would mean a lot to me. I also have my own blog, allycatgeekery.com. That's A-L-Y-C-A-T-G-E-E-K-E-R-Y.com, where I review movies and books and sometimes talk about other stuff. And I'm on Twitter at Lissarie, L-Y-S-S-A-R-I-E. Took me a minute there. And Instagram at It's Alyssa White. People really like my Instagram pictures. So, you know, follow me there. You do. Guys, fun. and if there's any guys listening that want to see some sexy picture, pictures, she puts them there. And I like when people like it and comment. So, say all the <laughs> nice stuff you want. And also, you can send Sean some free stuff, too. And then maybe he won't get mad at you if you start to hit on her and do weird Funny stuff. Funny thing is, real quick, I just have to put this in. Someone once asked me, does your boyfriend care that you post these pictures? I'm like, no. Do I need his permission? No, I actually... <laughs> When she's not posting stuff like that, I, I say, like, what's up? Is everything okay? Like, you might want to, you know. No, it's not, not even a joke. I'm just like, yeah, I like it. That's do awesome. It. Yeah, do it. Do your thing. Do your thing. You're so supportive. That's great. You two are so you cute. send your dick pic Thank to horribleyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Please send me a dick pic with an Eminem yes. picture in the background. <laughs> Stop sending them to my Twitter account and send them to his. Also, have you put an Air of the Dragons poster in the back as well? That's double the points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to start rating these. <laughs> yeah, we'll rate it. Yeah. Three and a half star dick pic. Yeah, it's one and a half thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of books, guys, I, I've never really read a book. It's not a. It's not a secret. I don't. I'm not a good reader. I'm just my brain thinks too much. I can't read more than a sentence without starting to think about something else. But I'm trying to listen to audiobooks. So yeah. I've listened to, I think, 32 out of 40 chapters of Ready Player One. Who recommended that to you? Um, the whole internet, honestly. Everyone's recommended that to everybody for the last... But who did you ask? Which book should I download? The whole internet. I asked the whole internet and they said Ready Player One. Um, so... Thank you, Alyssa. 
<laughs> for being the whole internet. <laughs> so I'm listening to I, I'm listening to you at work. I listen to chapters to whenever I can. It's, sometimes I'll find myself thinking about shit, and I'll just miss like 20 minute section. I'm like, God damn it! And they're gonna rewind it or try to catch up in my brain. But um, any recommendations on cool audiobooks? I'd really like. I think I want to watch Sharp Sharp Objects because I love that Ooh, yes. show. It's a fucking great show. You I really would are... like to listen to that book. And it hurts like a nine hour audiobook, so that's perfect. I think I don't know how long Radio Player One is, but it's long. I uh, at this point I still prefer movies. Like I like movies told in a couple hours. I love visuals, special effects. I love sound. Some about movies I love, and I know every, everyone says the move the book is better. And for me, I'm like, oh, they're just explaining too much shit. I don't need to know all about this shit. Sometimes it's better, sometimes it's not. But you are dating a person that in sixth grade won a trophy for reading the most books. So <laughs> you got to get caught up. Yeah. So reading, not going to happen. But audiobooks, <laughs> if anybody has any good suggestions for audiobooks, I will take them into consideration. If they're not super long, because I can listen to audiobooks at work. So, Did you for- see the Netflix movie To All the Boys I've Loved Before? I did. I just thought it was me. Well, it's it's got some comedy in there, but the romance is kind of cute. But it's like a it's like a high school romance. It is. Thing. That's why I was kind of like, man, I was just, I felt like it was too young for me. Uh huh. The book and like, the movie. I've never read the book. Oh. Okay. Um, if I had been sixteen and watched it, I would have fell in love with it. But being a decade older, I was like, yeah, this is a little too young for me. But I can see why so many Dude, people like I'm it. I'm 25 and I loved it. Nice. <laughs> I, I just like, I like those. I, I feel like I can, I can put myself in the place of this. When I was that age, yes, I would have absolutely liked this, the situation and how it kind of all played out. But it was, it was good enough movie. Like it, right now it's like taking the internet by storm, but I, I bought the book because I liked the movie so much. I've seen the movie like three times now. This is becoming a problem. And the book's not too bad. No, that that's the same case with me with the Guernsey Literary and Potato ah! Pie Society. I okay. love that movie so much. I have the book. I have not read it yet. But that was a movie I gave five out of five stars. I was not expecting to give it that score. But it blew me away. Yeah. I loved it. Lily James seriously is the she is immaculate. I cannot and I've been looking forward to like seeing her her career progress a little bit. And I feel like this summer she really had a couple like solid hits that have taken that taken the world by storm. And she is amazing. And she's in the Grinzy Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society, which is the longest name ever. But That's it was almost really as long good. as um uh, what's that movie? South menace, menace to the Hood while drinking juice in South Central. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking juice in the hood. <laughs> oh my gosh. But one thing I love, Lily James is dating Matt Smith, who was the 11th Doctor on Doctor Who. So I'm like, oh. connection! <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you can find that Doctor Who connection, you're all about it, huh? Yeah. But also Mikhail Huseman. I don't know if that's actually how you pronounce his name. He's really good in the he Guernsey. He's Dario Naharis on Game of Thrones. He is, the second yeah. Dario Naharis, not the first one. <laughs> yeah, he's the one who took over. Yeah. Oh, it was, the blondie like, guy? Uh, he's not no, really he's blonde. got dark hair. You know, I, I've watched everything Game of Thrones, but I find it so hard to follow. <laughs> Names and shit. Unless it's, uh, damn it. Unless it's the Dragon Queen. What's her name? Darnarius? Daenerys? Daenerys. Daenerys. Yeah. Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Yeah, Khaleesi, I know. 
Uh, well, Dario's the guy she was with before. Spoiler, maybe Jon Snow. Yeah, Jon Snow is actually in the show. He's a cocaine dealer. He deals the the <laughs> snowest of snows. It's a great show. It's King of Thrones. The throne is actually, you know, it's yeah, yeah. You you guys all get it. Let me let me get look that that wrap up the show, Sean. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Awkward Podcast. No, that's not true. You can find me on Twitter at Awkward underscore Podcast. You can find me my personal account on Twitter at They Call Me Iams. If you guys play Xbox, PS4, Steam, whatever, They Call Me Iams is my gamer tag. Dun dun dun. So send him a free console. Send me a free console <laughs> or a dick, please. Well, if you want to add me on Xbox, it's at Lissery88. Ooh. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of what mine is. It's madness with one S and solace, and it's all one one word. Very concise, I know. Are we, are we friends on Facebook? I mean, uh, Xbox. Xbox. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'll have to add you. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah I don't think so. Well, I'm pretty sure that's the right the right tag though, <laughs> but only one S because it's too long to add the second S in madness. Damn. Yeah. yeah find us all on Xbox. Join me. Battlefield Five's coming out. I will be. I'll be playing a lot of Battlefield Five. Alyssa bought it. She'll be playing it. I'll be playing Call of Duty. Uh, what other co-op games? I don't know. Uh, I think that's it for multiplayer games. But I'll be on there. I'll be on there doing my thing. Um, shoot over to hushyourface.com. Check out all the other podcasts, including myself. Drop me a voicemail if you'd like. 510-600-3475. Or an email at horriblyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. And if any of that was too fast, I'll have links and everything in the description of the podcast. So check it out there. Okay. Okay. Bye. Any last words? Mm, goodbye. <laughs> well, listen. Good, goodbye, all you lovely people listening. I hope you had a great time listening to us jibber jabber about all kinds of stuff. Probably yeah, if you didn't want to hear about, but we talked about it anyway. Yeah, and if you're the type of person who sends dick pics, hopefully you're reevaluating your decisions now. Yeah, guys, think of that first. <laughs> As Gidget would say, Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Hey, it's the S to the M and the L to the Issa. Slamacans in the house, so drop your and listen. Poor with glee, backward cock flies. Merrily sock, bird telecast. Destiny doctor downcast. Callously squandered lamb. Heavenly slaughtered broadcast. It's the horribly awkward podcast. Uh, like your neighbors just love you. Uh, well, this neighbor <laughs> oh, right here, sure. Linda, um, Alinda, <laughs> Alyssa can, <laughs> can second this. The neighbor right here, yes. he, he's a. Uh, he works for Amazon here, but when the nights he's not off, he rocks out all night. So he uh, yeah, like which every is cool. night. Should that bug me? Not really, because I don't notice it unless there's no sounds on. That gives me the okay to do the same shit. So I'm like, good. But he's go. probably heard some sounds he doesn't want to hear. So well, I'm like, okay, it's I don't cool, know what you're cool. talking about. Uh, uh, I didn't say anything. I don't know what you're I was talking about like you know playing games or something. Oh yeah, that's a horribly awkward show. Hush 
Face Your Face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www.hushyourface.com. Uh, 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 uh,